What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. We kind of have no choice but to live, so I think our best bet is just to learn how to suffer existence. Pain matters. What we do to other people matters. And, uh, and in order to really know a person, you have to see the entire package, the good and the bad. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Ooh. I know, not really funny, but profound. I like them Welcome, all. fellow humans, to What's Your Position podcast. That was a profound quote. It's three. You mixed them? It's three different quotes from one movie. Ooh. I just thought they were so good, like back to back to back kind of. Okay, so. give me a minute because I recognized the No, you're second. not going to know it. No? You're not going to know it. Tell me. It's a newer movie from, I think, 2020. I think it might have been one of the good things of last year. You guys have a guess? Do you have a no? guess of what the movie could All be? Right. It's hard. Palm Springs. No, I did see that. Oh, okay. I totally saw that movie. Okay. Were you thinking that now? Yeah, no, I wasn't. Not at all. Not even close. I wanted to give a shout out because that movie was like secretly under the radar. Amazing. Shout out. Brad, Kevin. Holy husband, shit, I didn't even think about that. Husband he Kevin Weller's cousin, Brad McLaughlin, was the editor of that movie. That's how good, I swear to God, audience, I totally forgot about that part. That's how much I love that movie. Yeah. And I am really not to bragging because yeah, no, I, I know the editor. So big deal. I know the editor. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the episode. Sorry. Sorry. Um, you don't have to pretend to talk and like mouth things. You can actually join in the conversation. Now you can. Intro. Fellow humans, I have some amazing people with me today. Um, I would like to welcome Kimby and Chris to my podcast. It's been a long time coming. Um, a little backstory uh, about them and the podcast. So back when COVID started, I know, producer, you and I talked about like, well, I can't teach. I can't go and teach people. So what can we do? And, and I came on your podcast a couple of times during COVID and you were like, you should do this. Like, you should just try this and see what it's like. And then they came down. Well, that's a story for later. They were in Huntington Beach overnight for literally 13 hours because they were on their way to Seattle and they were like, Ashley, can you meet us for a drink? And I was like, you bet your fucking ass I can. Mm -hmm. And I met them down at a hotel and I told them, I think I'm going to start a podcast yeah. and I think this is what it's going to be called. And my cousin and I are thinking about doing it. And would you guys come on at some point and like tell your story about like how you met and mm -hmm. your relationship? And so they were literally the first people I thought of when it came to this podcast. So the fact that they are here today is beautiful and it makes my heart full. And cheers to cheers. both of you. Cheers. Thank we're you so for being excited. on our show. Thank cheers. you so much. Cheers. I really appreciate us. it. Um, I have known Kim for 31 years. She is my longest friend. Like, I've known her since I was eight years old. Longer than me. So I think the first time you and I met was like, I was like five or six maybe? No, honey, I held you when you were a baby and oh. changed your diaper, but that's okay. Okay, then I guess I, I got you. I got you. I've seen your weenus. <laughs> family, gotcha. doesn't, family doesn't count. You're my friend for life. So, um, we <laughs> have been, good. yeah, that's true. That's pretty good. We've been friends for uh, 31 years. My family moved around a lot, and when I was eight, we moved to Federal Way, Washington. 
And it was me and my mom and my stepdad and my sister Cecily and my sister Lindsay. And she was a baby. She was teeny tiny. And we moved to Federal Way into this house and I was going to start another elementary school because I'd already been to eight by the third grade. I know. It's a lot. Um, And Kimberly was this bright ball of sunshine. She was a grade older than me. She was in fourth grade, so she was a little intimidating. But her and all her friends, Sally on the playground, you remember? Yeah, yeah I know. And Adrian. And Adrian. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, everybody was just so sweet and so nice. And I'm a ball of sunshine, and it was hard to make friends. But I think going to a lot of schools really helped me kind of like fit in anywhere I go and like be friends with people throughout my life and then we went to the same junior high we went to the same high school we were on dance team together Um, and then we had the same first job we both worked at Safeway as courtesy clerks together Um, and then we grad she graduated a year before me and uh, went on to do awesome things and I graduated and moved to California and it's it's crazy to me because I don't Usually when people are like, oh, are you still friends with people from back home? And I'm like, you know, I mean, some people I still keep in touch with through social media. But like throughout our lives, you and I have gone on different adventures, right? We've had boyfriends that we've never known about, right? Like I have boyfriends that, you know, Robert knows all about all the boyfriends I've had or or my sisters know all about the boyfriends I've had. And I'm sure you have best friends still that know every person you've been with, know every adventure you've been on. There's decades of time that you and I would come together and then come back apart and then come together and then go back apart. And no matter what, we've always been able to like connect and have the best time. And you came to visit me a few years ago. You came to visit me 15 years ago. Every time I come home to Seattle, I'm trying to see you and spend time with you. And it's like, you're that person that no matter how much time has passed, no matter how many like moments you've shared with other people, we can still have the best day, the best week, the best Disneyland, yep. the best everything. And like, it's like no time has passed. It's like no time has passed. And and I'm still just as excited to see you. <laughs> I just love you so much. And I talk about, I, I've mentioned your name quite a few times on the show. So I'm just really excited that have you're you here. mentioned it? At all on the episode so far? What? Her name? Kim. Kimby. Okay. I've okay. said it three times. Okay, I'm just making sure. Three. Three I've counted. And who's sitting next to her? I said Chris. Okay. I did. So I want to make sure he's yeah. here too. So. Fellow dude. The next dude. thing we're going to talk about is relationships. So a friendship is a really great relationship, but like we've both searched for our person and tried time and time again to find our person. And this is a show about you and your person and how randomly you came to be. So the first thing that's what we're going to get the first thing you got to do before you find anybody is Oh, I didn't know they were like whispering. Don't be suspicious. 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 Of you know, what did your okay? First of all, what did your friend tell you when you were? I just want you to say that when you were in a relationship and she told you, say it. Literally the best advice that anyone has ever given me is you are in this relationship the one that I was currently she said you are wasting your time with someone and your person the love of your life could be standing right in front of you and you don't even know it because you're wasting your time with this person yeah and the next day you broke up with it I did yeah and that piece of advice 
led you to, this. to your person. So it's a little noisy in the background. Listener, I want to thank you for being patient with us. We are actually in our official sponsor. We're all up in the official sponsor. We are at Four Sons Brewing in Huntington Beach. They are family owned, family run. Um, they've been around, I think, eight years, nine years, something like that. That's it? I know. And they're killing and it And they're like huge. This? They're nationwide. Dude. You can find them in Costco's. You can find them in um, Total Wine, BevMo, and right here in Huntington Beach, where we are. I brought Kim here a few years ago before she realized she couldn't have beer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she had the best beer flight of her life, and now she has to have seltzer. <laughs> Sorry. What? I'm so, Can we yeah, explain why? She's, uh, she's got celiacs. Uh, it's rough. Well, hey, man. Seltzers have come a long way. It's delicious. Right. But every single one of their beers is delicious. Yeah, it is. Chris just was pointing. There's a sign, and it says established 2014. I was like, I don't know, seven years, I think. And it's legit seven fucking seven years. years. Yeah, there's there a go. sign right behind she us. She knows. Thank you very much. Um, um, yeah, so Four Sons Brewing in Huntington Beach, California. They have a location in Pacific City on PCH. They have a location in Bellaterra that serves hot chicken and their beers. And they also have their tried and true home, home away from home brewery off of Gothard and Ellis. We love them to pieces. They are our official sponsor, Robert Main Airplane. What you drinking? I well, before I get into that, no, I, I want you to tell me what you're fucking drinking. I have a little <laughs> piece of advice for our listeners. Oh my! For God. four sons. All right. Well. And I want to say, wink, wink. I'm not really telling you guys this. Wink, <laughs> wink. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Moving barrels. Moving we barrels. Go. We're moving barrels, people. Uh, it's a brewery. Um, I ha I lost a bet to my friend Bird, mm. and uh, it was for sports stuff. I won't get into, but I had to. I had to send him beer from like my origin. My well, he's from Washington, so right. My, he's from not, Seattle. You know, not like, mm. like not like Stone. Like it was a sure. Mariners Angels bet and Rams oh. and Seahawks and thing. the Rams and the Seahawks. They like put it all together. Oh, okay. I doubled down. I should know. But I got to send my best friend some. Well, not my best. I don't. Not my best friend. Sorry, Bird. But you are a friend. You're an acquaintance. I've only met you a few times. Anyway. But anyways. Anyways. But he's in Washington. It's kind of hard to send beer, Good beer alcohol. Yeah. Through the mail, UPS, FedEx, sure. U yeah. USPS doesn't, they, especially UPS and FedEx, don't allow it. Here's my little piece of advice. I was able to send him some Four Sons, and he loved it. He fucking loved it. That's awesome. USPS is the way to go. Do okay. the flat box. Yes. Wrap it up. Yes. And yes. it's flat. And I'm not telling you this, wink, wink. I'm wink, not, wink. Don't yeah. tell them what's in worked. the box. It worked. It worked. I got a Technically, you're not supposed to send alcohol across state lines, but if you do, buy the prepaid box. And if, I, if I was sending like it might get there. Bud Light mm -hmm. and they opened up, they'd be like, what the hell? But it's like, I'm sending good beer. This like, is good give beer. Give me a break. This is not yeah. Bud Light. I'm sending I the love. I want them to come to Washington. So I, I do too. Ooh. I've told them numerous times that you guys need to go into Oregon and Washington and just get your beers. That's a tough territory, man. I know, but I feel like they could do it. There's not IPAs like this in Seattle. Tell me I'm wrong. No, they're amazing. Every single one of their beers. When Have you I was tasted anything time, like I'm this in Seattle? No. 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 Have you? Uh, no, this is my first one, so... But what do you think? I love it. So okay. you're a Four Sons virgin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we popped your Four and Sons cherry. Yes. Uh-huh. We'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> and uh, and I got you... Uh, well, actually, the, the bartender recommended that IPA. What do you think? I like it. It's not as, um, you know, uh, harsh as um, other IPAs are. Oh, don't worry. I'll fuck you up later. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> I'm drinking the seltzer. seltzer. Oh, that's what she has. That's, that's what true. she has because of celiacs. But I love uh, all I've got their beer. A, I've got a sour. I yeah. celiac and they're all delicious. I've got this. Shut up. I, mean, you know I have the sour and I love you, it. You like your sours. I love them. They do sours. They do sours well I'll tell you my next question is, like, they, you're not being 
bias. No. No, I I don't think I've ever. You want to try it? Do yeah, you, I would. Yeah, try it. come on. I get think in there. some sour, so like you you, you taste. We've it and you're all like, been it's vaccinated. It's, it's an acquired. It's an acquired. It's uh, almost like taste. I I haven't, but yeah. I test. Oh, I was I'm just test. I was just tested on Wednesday, and I'm. It's like light. Sour. I know. It's like a light sour. No, I know. Not like a light beer, light sour. Night, I light thought it was sour. a beer when it's she good. brought it over yeah. with my IPA. Oh, yeah. I yeah. couldn't tell, even from the smell. And it's nice because it's not a nine percent, which is like mm. half their beers. Mm. <laughs> now, Yours is an eight point seven mm-hmm. BTW. I know. I have another question. Yes, sir. For our guests, mm. what other kind of booze are you guys into? Vodka, mm. rum, whiskeys, maybe whiskey. Oh yeah. yeah, we've had this discussion. Yeah, yes. him and I have talked whiskey a few times. Mm. Um, What's Kimberly, your favorite whiskey? Eagle Rare. Really? I just discovered it, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I can't find it. Or I, and once I find it, I'm going to bring it, and we're going to have it oh. with Linda. Oh, we have a, a so birthday have present, a present for, for you. you. By the way. Huh? Just, just, yes. Yeah, just. Yeah. Where the fuck did this come you from? You just want to, like, yeah. People, there's a gold bag that's just been put in front of me, and I'm not really sure what's going on, because I don't know where. They did. They bought me Eagle Rare. You mother <laughs> fuckers. Where did you find this? Um, At home. I think there was like... Um, you brought this on the from airplane? Home. Yes. This home, from home. Yes, we flew with it. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So we, we, I, I we, knew about it. We did you some did not. Shit. I kind of knew. You oh, did why not. Why do you think I segued to with other alcohols? What? What do you think, you're do- what do you think oh we were doing God. when you were in the bathroom? Oh, we're old sorry. Yeah. I want to be on the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. So then I have to tell you something. <laughs> yeah. So today... <gasps> speaking of... Kimberly gave me my birthday present because my birthday is April 6th. It's almost birthday month. And they came here to help me celebrate my birthday. And Kimberly handed me a bag and said, you know, here's your birthday present. Read the card first. And the card was beautiful and wonderful and talked about our amazing 31 years of friendship. And she's like, I know you love the angels, so I really hope you like this. And I opened it and it's this box and it has the MLB, like the guy, and it's like the trademark MLB. And this is the bracelet that's inside. And it is a baseball that's been braided into a friendship bracelet. And then you look at the code on here, and the code is from May 15th, 2015, and Cole Calhoun hit a home run. That's this ball on my wrist. Wow. I know. Isn't that cool? I didn't know they did that. Isn't that so cool? I want one. I know. I'll get you one. Yeah, she does give the best. She does give really good gifts. I found it online and I'm like, she loves the I don't think she got to pick the game. Like, it was a random game. That part's random. But the story and the history and the whole, like, what these bracelets are about. This baseball. I'm like, she loves I'm wearing a baseball that Cole (laughs) fucking. You know how much I love Cole Calhoun. You know how much I love that man. I'm so excited. So I was, I wanted I to tell him. you earlier, the but then I was like, no, I'm going to tell him on the podcast so that he can be excited and jealous at the same time. Um, <laughs> so, so today we're going to talk about a couple different things. We're going to talk about friendship. We're going to talk about um, what, it, what it means to have a good long-term friendship, how, how hard it is to keep friendships going. Um, my statistic of the day, not my tip of the day, statistic of the day mm-hmm. So, listeners, I want you to guess. Guests, you're going to guess as well. Robert Main Airplane, you get to be the third guess. What is the average number of years a friendship lasts? The average number of years that a friendship lasts. I got got a question, though. Of course you do. Yeah, because this is a serious game. It's a serious game. I'm very competitive. Um, what, What constitutes a friendship? Like a best friend? A friendship. 
So I don't know. I guess it's subjective. Like you still talk to them. Like you talk to them. Like you actively are engaged in their lives. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. There okay. you go. Guess. Actively guess. engaged in guess. their life. Guess me. Seven. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, harsh. Interesting. Oh, you think that's short? I thought so. Ooh. This is on so over someone's life, right? The average I, I age. I don't know a lot of people. When I tell them that um, we've been true. friends for that oh, long, that like, food truck is smelling so good. That food right truck now. smells oh fucking God. bomb. That Shout so out good. to Kaya's Kitchen. Oh. Hey yo. I'm hungry. Um, I'm gonna go six point four. Okay. Oh, even lower. Hmm. Yeah, I was. Mm. All right, I'm I going almost, double digits. I almost said fifteen. I was. I want to say twenty, but that's. But I don't want to say 10. I'll say 15. Okay. So uh, average age that a friendship lasts. We have seven from Kim, 6.5 from Chris, and four. Fifth. Get it right. 6.4? That's oh. serious. Oh. Yeah, it's a serious wow. game. High stakes. Holy shit. <laughs> and 15 <laughs> from Robert 15.0. Don't let me forget, because I forgot <laughs> a couple times ago to do the statistic of the day at the end. So don't let me forget. I was on my job as a producer. Kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm going to do the other thing. Job. I'm going to do the other thing for the day. The tip of mm. the day. The tip of the day. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Nathan Hornblow for, for Nathan creating Hornblow. it for us. Love I mean, you. Um, he's, he's a genius. Because we're I'm talking, not saying that lightly. He's, he's a genius. It's yeah. not, uh, you can't. So because we're talking about long-term friendships, we're also going to talk about long-distance relationships, and we're also going to talk about how to make relationships last. I decided that my tip of the day was going to be 10 sex tips that you haven't heard a million times. Because you see Cosmo, and you see all the sex tips that they have, and it's like, ooh, we're I was going to say, where'd you get this, BuzzFeed? No, Huffington Post. (laughs) Okay, that would be my second choice. (laughs) I love BuzzFeed, and you know this, be quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, I love them, too. They saved me in the beginning of the pandemic. Shout out to BuzzFeed. They are amazing. To help couples in long-term, long-distance, and COVID-related relationships stretch their imaginations, we ask sexperts from around the country to share one piece of unconventional advice. Here was what they had to say. Watch each other masturbate. How taboo to bring your own secret pleasure out into light. Touch yourself the way you normally would to bring yourself to orgasm in front of your honey while they're doing the same. It can feel like real life porn. Mm. Done this. It's hot. Direct your own sex scene. For a couple that's been used, is used to engaging in more vanilla or conventional sex, think about what would make you really turned on and try to create a movie scene out of it. That's awkward. I don't want to do that. Mm. I don't want to like do that. It's like it's it? like you're trying to. Like, you're trying to. Yeah. It's got to be a like, thing. It just has to like. Yeah, you know. exactly. I, yeah, I feel like that you're trying, and then like you have to perform, and then I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> and you're like uh, cut. Let's be. Can we redo? Can, <laughs> especially <laughs> for someone like team. for someone <laughs> like you, you're gonna be like the lighting was. Can you just okay talent? We need talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what second team is. Go ahead. <laughs> the third one is breathe. Take relaxing breaths. It's not a sexy tip, but it's incredibly effective. A few relaxing breaths can help you refocus your attention on the sensation at hand. When you find yourself mentally distracted or anxious, breathing can also increase arousing sensations and give you stronger orgasms. I have to say, during an orgasm, my breath definitely gets deeper and shallower, and like I'm sure. more focused on oh fuck, I need to remember to fucking breathe. Like I'm yeah, right. breathe. What about like uh, the in, the where you t- don't breathe, 
Oh, the oh the uh, auto erotica yeah. asphyxiation. Yeah. All well, right. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the guy from In Excess died doing that. So did David. Yeah, kill Bill, dude. Bill. Card. David. Cardine. Uh, cardigan. Not. I know. <laughs> Pull over. Yeah, it's cardigan. It's a cardigan, anyway, but thanks yeah. for noticing. Be safe out there. <laughs> Do your thing, but be safe. Be Come safe. Yeah. It's one of our look. Have a slogans. partner Come and on. a safe and yeah. a safe word. <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely exactly. a partner. Have yeah. a partner. Yeah. That knows CPR. Continue. Have oral sex without expecting an orgasm. So give a blowjob or go down on somebody without expecting them to come. Just use it as foreplay. Get in there before you have sex. Wet it up. Um, try different techniques to stimulate partners orally. Long strokes. Um, lightly sucking. Oh, everyone's about to get off right now. Take your time and don't focus, focus on the <laughs> orgasm. Don't forecast either. There you go. Enjoy the buildup. Um, especially for women, desire is responsive and not spontaneous. This means a willingness to be open and receptive to a sexual experience, whether you receive uh, sexual stimulation, like having your hair stroked, body caressed, kissing. Um, more often than not, the desire kicks in. So don't just rush into having sex. Tell the person, hey, do you want a back massage? This is Kevin's number one go-to. This motherfucker is like, do you want a massage? And I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. And he will literally get oil and lotion and massage my back. Like, he's really trying to be nice and like hit the areas that he knows are tense and then he's like oh let me just take off your underwear and I'm like oh that's where <laughs> this is going happening. and yes you can thank you very much objectify oh, your hold partner on. what not it's not all about women on this podcast it is I would say the same for dudes <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be honest. I was watching a clip on uh, unofficial sponsor Pornhub the other day. I love Pornhub. And this like chick Man. just like comes in and just starts like, I, I need to do you right now. And I was like, hey, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> like, I'm watching. It's the funny, too, because the Take guy was like, he was watching. It was like a European <laughs> thing, I guess. And he was watching the news and he like the camera like kept like trying to watch the news. I'm like, I'm with you, dude. Like, watch. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And I am in the middle of something. Like, let me, okay. that's rude. Hey, you want to do it? Five, give me five minutes. Can I have five? Commercial break. Here we go. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, come on. Objectify your partner. Now, this may sound like the opposite of what you should do. Oftentimes, we transition into romantic love with our long-term partners and stop thinking of them sexually. And I know that this happens a lot of times with people who have had kids. You stop thinking of them as this thing, beautiful, gorgeous body that you want to have sex with, and you think of them as the mother or the father of your child. Or you think of them as someone you've been with for 25 years and you see their sags and their wrinkles. Objectification doesn't have to be a bad thing in a healthy relationship. It can be extremely exciting and arousing. I encourage couples to bring that raunchy, dirty, kinky side of them back to the relationship and integrate their inner sex god or goddess into their sex persona. Develop a, sig a signature move. One of the things that makes sex with a special someone leaving you wanting more is a signature move. If you think about the best lovers you've had, they've probably all had one. Pick but pick what you love to do that drives your partner crazy and do that as often as possible. I got one. Got it? If Mrs. Maine is out there and she wants to do like a baseball sign where she does like the <laughs> indicator. <laughs> oh my God. No, like like hey, in a public place like, and she does a baseball sign. It's like, let's go. Oh. I got. So that brings me to the yes. next one. Do it somewhere you know you shouldn't. And I yes. love this. Yes. Me okay. too. It's mm -hmm. my favorite. Okay. So have you done this? Oh, all over the place. Where? Oh my God. Uh, airplanes outside pulling over, going on a hike. Right? Uh, literally anywhere and everywhere. It's yeah. like my thing. It's yeah. like our thing. Like, like mm -hmm. where can I have sex? Where you can, can like, Hold on, back up. I like that. Caught. Potentially. I like how caught. she said it's 
my thing, it's our thing. She did. Mm-hmm. She did say our thing. So yeah. is it? Was it yes. your thing? Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's always been like okay. the potential to get caught. Yeah, but I, I did like that. that you, how you said that. Yeah, like, but seriously, but it's like, so so you can get caught, like, it's super hot, but yeah. obviously, if there's, like, not children around, yeah. or like, you know, that kind of No, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's hot. Yeah. Like, we're like, ooh, we're getting away with this. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super dirty. It's super sexy. Try changing the location. Don't go from the bed to the floor. The next time you go to your <laughs> friend's house or a <laughs> dinner party, go in the Spare bathroom, room. right? The next time you're parked in a Hold semi-dark... Go, cars, go from the bed to the floor, cars. but go back to the bed. Sure. Like, that's kind of fun. Cars. Like, guys, like, fall. Cars. Dude, Kevin cars. and I one time were driving on our way to dinner. We were in between dinner and something. I don't remember. We were with our friends. We were all driving separately. It was like we were going from someone's house to dinner and I could not help myself and I was like, you need to pull the fuck over. And we pulled over on the dark side of the street and boned in the back and then went to dinner. And like no one was the wiser. It was so hot. It is so hot. So hot. Concur. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking and let your body take over. <laughs> Stop judging every thought you have. <laughs> Stop worrying if you're doing it right. There's no right or wrong way to be a lover. Simply be present and aware of your body and be open to exploring the range of of erotic pleasures. Get handsy. Spend time enjoying light arousal even when sex isn't on the menu. Good boob squeeze. (laughs) Too many times couples only bother to get excited as if they're about to have sex. As if sex is the only thing that should get you excited. Like, Kevin and I will be outside. He will grab my ass literally anywhere Mm -hmm. we are. Mm -hmm. In front of anyone. He doesn't. And boobs, too. We'll be in the car. Sorry. We'll be in the car and be like, boobs. And I'll flash him while we're Mm, in the car. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or on a FaceTime call. If I'm in my car and he's in his car, I'm like, hey, but there's a boob. And he's like, oh, that's a boob. <laughs> you need oh, to get handsy. Yes. Slap their ass. Tell yes. them they're hot. Mm-hmm. Give them a little boob squeeze. Mm-hmm. You know, give them a little elbow squeeze. Well, okay. what, whatever you, whatever your thing is. Are you giving yes. too much, though? Mm-hmm. I diddle no. Kevin's balls when I walk by. I do, too. I grab it all I mean, the time. You're getting it all the time. From no. The, I, I'm talking from a single man that's never been married. Right. Get you, him, keep it fresh. That's what I'm saying. That's why you but, keep it fresh. So but you're, you're giving a lot away. No. If he's walking behind me, I'll reach my hand That's back. okay. I know talk about right the where his... time flash. Oh, no. I don't do that very often. Okay. It's like once in a blue moon, I'll okay. show him a boob. Yeah. Right? Okay. Or in the middle of a random work day, I'll text him a picture of my boob. And he'll be like, yes! Or on the yes. ring camera when you know I'm about to oh, you know, look. Yeah. And oh, smart. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just like, hey, picking up a package. Hey, picking up a package. How's your package? Or we're cooking dinner and I'll just like bend my ass back. Yes, exactly. All tips. Exactly. Get handsy. All right. So let's get into it. Let's talk about, what should we do? Should we talk about the two of you as a team or should we talk about each of you individually? And then um, as a team. You're asking our guests. Yeah. This I don't is your know. show. I am. Individually then a team? I'm going to do individually and then a team. Okay. So I'm going to let Chris go first. Okay. Okay. So please. Yes. Christopher. Yes. Tell us about yourself. Tell mm-hmm. us where you grew up. Tell us who your parents are, your siblings are, where'd you go to school, what sports teams you like, because they all suck. Tell us about where you went <laughs> to didn't college. You say you're, okay. Did you mm-hmm. say you're a uh-huh. Seahawks fan? No, that's mm-hmm. not. Oh, you're not. say that. Nope. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. So. No, give it a minute. Continue. Continue. East sorry. Continue. Your story. So go. Chris, it's yours. Yes. So I am from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. I am uh, born and raised 
in West, West Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Born and raised on a playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxi, relaxing, all cool without shooting some b-ball outside of the rights school. For this. And a couple of guys <laughs> who are up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got a one little shot and my mom got scared start this, you gotta finish with auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh in it, I dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it, you're home to Bel Air. I pulled up to a house Again, about seven or eight, and I yelled to a cabin, no home, stay later. Brewery. I looked at my kingdom, I was finally <laughs> there, to sit on the throne of the Prince of L.A. Oh, no. We started it, didn't we? <laughs> That's what I was saying. So, when you started, you got to finish. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So technically, uh, I would, so Delco, Delaware County, okay. um, it was just outside of West Philadelphia. Born so, and raised. Sorry, I can't. Um, don't you? I went in. <laughs> I did go to school in West Philadelphia. Was there a playground? Uh, maybe. Is that where you spent most of your days? <laughs> Did you shoot me a ball outside of the school? <laughs> I can't. I, can't. Yeah. I have the power to turn <laughs> these podcasts off. Don't make me turn I this thing around. The, uh, yeah, so um, I'm the youngest out of four. Okay. I'm a baby. Oh, you're the baby. Yes. You're the baby. You're so spoiled. No, that's the funny thing. I wasn't. That's a lie. No, you can ask, you know, the siblings. You okay. can bring them on the podcast if you sure. wish, you know. I might, because yeah. I feel like you're a liar. No. How many years <laughs> separates you between the other ones? So my, so Stephanie is 18 months older. And okay, then, nice. Are you close? Um, no, not as much as I'd like to be. Okay. What about the next one? Um, next one is Jennifer. And close? she is six. Yes, we're the close. We're very mm-hmm. close. Six years older? Six years older. Okay. And then my brother, Jonathan, is nine years older. Nine. Wow. Nine, yeah. So, so he's going to be 70 soon? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just You're saying I'm old? No. What? No. I didn't say that. I mean, 70 minus 9, that means I'm old, right? It's <laughs> not what I said. Mm. The word old didn't exit my mouth. So. <laughs> 70 so. means old. So. So. Um, are you yes. close with Jonathan? Um, yeah, we're pretty close. Cool. Where yeah. do they all live? So John and Jen live in Pennsylvania. Okay. And my sister Stephanie lives in Florida. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And you lived in Florida for a little while. I did. What? Why? <laughs> so but why, I though? moved from Philadelphia to Florida. My mom was battling cancer. Okay. So I, um, it was perfect timing, actually. I actually got let go from my job. Okay. And it was like kind of perfect timing to uh-huh. like make that trip. So I moved to Florida. Um, what kind of cancer? With, uh, it was stage four triple negative breast cancer. So, <sighs> yeah. Oh, the mystatic kind? Yeah, it, uh, it, was, that, it was not it's pretty. The, not the good kind? No, it was not pretty. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I moved down there, and I moved in with her and my dad to help out. Nice. And, um, yeah, it was awesome. How I mean, long I had they it. been there? Like, because you guys were up in Oof. Philadelphia for your whole life. How 20, long did they live there? I think when I was 21 or 22, they moved down there. So. What part of Florida? South Florida, so Fort Lauderdale. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to Key West? A few times. Um, like, once or twice, actually. We went to, like, Isla Mirada. It was I was thinking of going there. It was a lot closer Key West. We were supposed to go there in COVID happened. Yes. You're we not were. loud at all, by the way. Can you You're hear me now? Ah, yeah. Yeah, we were supposed to go there. COVID yeah. canceled it. Ew, COVID. Yeah, that, Ew, that COVID. Ew, COVID. Ew. Um, okay, yes. so you went down and lived with your parents, mm-hmm. and you were down there for your mother's passing. Yes. And when was that? 2017, November 17th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Rest mama. in peace, Mama. Mama. And you stayed down there. I did. I stayed down there for a little longer. Um, I, I didn't really have like a specific plan. I was working in, you know, I just got a job in medical sales. So I knew that's what I wanted to do. I just didn't want to do it down there. <laughs> well, Florida yeah. kind of sucks. Um, no offense to any Floridian listeners, but <laughs> you know you suck. 
Uh, <laughs> you're not. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, so tell me about your mm-hmm. mother's passing. Can you explain to me, like, because I don't know. So can you tell me how that made you, like, what, how that was for you? Well, it was pretty hard um, living with her and seeing her go through, you know, all her chemo, yeah. all her doctor's appointments yeah. and everything. How long and were you with her before she passed? Um, a little over a year, I think. Okay. Uh, like a year and four months. But she, I mean, like she couldn't go do it. Was she okay to like go yeah. out and do so stuff? So when I first moved down there, she, you know, um, we would do stuff. I mean, she was still, you know, would hurt here and there and like, yeah. you know. Um, tired. Tired all the time. Um, we went to Isla Morada once or twice mm-hmm. initially down to the Keys and spent overnight. Yeah. But um, most of it was her just, you know. Oh, this is hurting. This is hurting. Oh, we have to go back to the doctor for this. And when did she, or you, or both, accept that it was imminent? Like that there was going to probably be a day that you that you knew you had to say goodbye. Uh, well, we, from what we were told, if uh-huh. you will, um, we we thought like you know she was beating it in a way, like she was oh. doing better. She, there was a lot of other treatments that she was doing. Okay. Um, like natural treatments? Natural. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, there was stuff that, you know, my dad was looking into for her to like, you know, I mean, he was spending a lot of money on all these different natural remedies. Wow. Um, and I don't know if they did anything else besides those, but I know she was doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my mom's, both of my mom's sisters passed away with ovarian cancer and breast cancer. So she's seen it. I think in her head towards the end, there was a point where she was like, I'm done. Yeah. You know? and, and you could see, you know, like not the defeat per se, no, but like but the acceptance, the acceptance because sure. she saw her sister Patty go through it and yeah. she knew that was like killed Patty, you know, yeah. once it, then once she beat cancer and then it came back, I feel like she, you know, uh, looking at my mom, I knew she was like, how know, old was she? Um, six. In her sixties? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you lived in Florida when your mom passed, and then you stayed there. Mm-hmm. And then you worked in medical sales. Mm-hmm. Worked in medical sales. Okay. Uh, moved out after. She, I mean, I stayed a few more months with my for my dad with my dad. You know, he was. It was a big transition. Absolutely. For him, you know. How back, long were they married? Their whole the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, they were. I don't. It was their know. person. Yeah. That was it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm going to go backwards. Okay. In high school, mm-hmm. did you have girlfriends? I did not. Really? No. Really? Not, well, not until maybe like, maybe like, you know, the end of... Uh, really? Uh, I was very sheltered. Okay. Very sheltered. So you were raised religiously like myself. Correct. We were not allowed to be mouthy or like do anything remotely secular. We, we shared the word secular, secular earlier. That's so true. Yes. <laughs> he was that like, I okay. couldn't listen to secular music. And I'm like, same. And most people, when I say that, are like, what the fuck does that mean? Secular? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, right. okay. So you didn't date people because Mm-mm. it was bad. Yeah, I mean, like, the their whole mentality was, you know, it was religion, you know? It was mm-hmm. like God and this, and that's, you know, God will provide. And that's that was what it was all about. It wasn't about, you know, you and, you yeah. know, 
learning about life and whatever. It was right. all about religion, and that's right. kind of what it was always yeah. you know, tailored back to. Exactly. So, yeah, that's how I was raised. So then you didn't mm-hmm. get, did you go to health class? Did you ever learn? No. 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 Yeah, me neither. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know I heard <laughs> <laughs> By the way, side note, uh, Kim has listened to every episode, and Chris has listened to most of the episodes of right. the podcast, Correct. so it's funny, because I'll tell stories, and I'm like, yeah, we heard it on the podcast. I'm like, wow, fuck, I tell the same stories all the time. <laughs> um, so you didn't really mm. date. When was your first kiss? Oof. 19, maybe. Okay. 19. Like just a peck or like make out? Uh, make out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 19. And who who was it? She's not going to listen. I'm no, <laughs> I have the not. same 50 like, listeners. I um, don't remember her name. Becca. Okay. And, and you were in college. No, so I actually, so I um, uh, was held back a year. Mm, okay. So I was a little bit older. So technically, I should have been, I think, a year of. Kevin was three, the same but, way. Yeah. He I should have graduated in two thousand, yes. but he graduated in two thousand one. I should have been 02, but it was 03. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, nineteen. And do you remember your first kiss? Like, yes. Do you? Re- oh, you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously you do. Did you vomit? No. I did. I was uh, just, I, <laughs> no, it was more just like, okay, that happened. All right. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Yeah. Did you and Becca like go on to like plan out your dream home no, or anything? No, no. Okay. it was just that. Yeah, just that just, one you know, time. Like, yeah, I guess we were both like in the same and just the experience. It was like, okay, cool. Cool. Thanks mm-hmm. for that cool. kiss. Thanks. I appreciate it. Appreciate awesome. that. And, mm-hmm. Okay, who was your first home run? Oh, um, I, li- I like how we you, you use that word home run now. I yeah. Think we talk, we, we, we yeah, no, that's an episode. That. Yes, that is an episode. We blackballed the word virginity. Yes. <laughs> it's um, no longer a word. Robert Maine came up with ha- it. It's how, is it? Yes. Oh, I'm a genius. I'll say, I think you said, you <laughs> were like, wait a minute, there's a difference. Is it like singles and, yeah, there's yeah. singles, doubles, It's, it's how you think is a home run. Mm-hmm. What you think a home run is. Continue. Continue. Um, um, this is bad. Wow. I know oh, I used to work with her. Um, it Wait, was at a brewery. How old were you? 21. So, have you noticed this trend, producer? What? The dudes that we ask, how Our, old? All later. of them. All of them. Every yeah. single one I of them. I think it's a good thing. I do too. Shout but out I, to you, dude. No, I'm like baffled. Like, I want to do a fucking study on this. It's interesting. Every dude I've asked has been at least 19 or more. Yeah. But every girl I've asked, except for Kevin. Kevin's a whore. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. my husband. I love Continue. him. Continue. Yes. He's a whore. Moving on. Um, 21. You yes. know that. Yeah. That's, I, <laughs> it's, yeah. So that's, okay, where were you? Were you at your house, her house, um, car? Her house. Okay. Yeah. So I worked with her at a restaurant, at a brewery. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Dated her? Iron Hill Brewery. Um, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. For about, I think, seven months. You dated her for seven months before you had sex? No. No. Um, no. That was pretty towards the beginning. Okay. Think, you know. How was it for you, first time? Um, obviously quick. You know, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like, okay, that happened. But um, uh-huh. no, it was, you know, we you know, went at it again. I think it was it was interesting, you know, yeah. to see like... Wait, you, you don't went, know. You did it real quick and then went right yes. back at it? Yes. Wow, yes. God bless you, dude. It's a yeah. refractory period yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so how yeah. many serious girlfriends would you say you've had in your life? Oh, serious. Okay. Serious. That's like, a good um, well, you didn't hear my last episode about breakups, but no, I didn't. I say one year or more. Oh, mm, two. Okay. How many people have you said you love? I love you. None. Oh, I'm sorry. One. <laughs> sorry, Kimberly. She's sitting right there, dude. <laughs> Besides Kimberly, I'm apologies. Uh, uh, yeah, just one. Huh? Just, just Kimberly. Only Kimberly. 
You didn't say it to anybody in that year? What year? You said you, you said you, how many re- serious relationships you had? You had two. Two. So that one other girl, obviously, is she the is she is Kim the one other girl? Other girl. You're the Kim's the only person. Only person. Yeah. You've ever said you I love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, holy fuck! Did I say that wrong? I might have been confused. No, wow. but no, the the only one is Kimberly. Yeah. I'm gonna need that story in a well, minute. Well, no, no, I'm not confused. You said you've had two, two serious, serious girlfriends, but only one of them you've said I love you to. So okay, that was so, her. Yes, correct. So why didn't you say it to the other girl? Because um, he didn't I was love younger, her. and I was like, you know, it was I don't know. Because like, we, we never me, got to that place. I, I guess I, I I honestly have never had a year relationship. Quote unquote. Be serious? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I, so I got together with a girl that was very serious. We broke up and then got it together and we added it up to about a year. But I would, I personally said it like six months in. Like if I'm six months in, like if I'm, I don't know. Kevin told me after three months. Even that's pretty quick. There were some girls where I was like, I want to say it. And some my friends were like, dude, you've been dating here for like two months. What are you doing? I'm like, yeah, it is kind of quick, but I really do. Okay, so I have a question for each of you. I don't know. I have a question, a question. for each of you. Um, who should say it first in a relationship? Ooh. The guy or the girl? Go. Oh, why are you not on? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, I'm trying to eliminate the outside Oh, noise. I love you. Thank you. Yeah, the sorry. guy or the girl? Whoever feels it. Oh, first. that's, I don't agree. Oh. Really? No. You you really think it's I don't think it should be a gender. I'm sorry, I really do. I, I I've never said it to a guy first because I, I always feel it sooner. I feel like I always feel it sooner. Like I knew I loved Kevin the day I met him. That's intense. Like that's like really camping. fucking intense. It's camping. Okay, then I that's should fucking say fucking camping. <laughs> it's like camping. It's intense. It's intense. Um, I think that. Maybe I don't not, know. Maybe not right when you feel it because I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that it should be like a gender thing. You're I don't right. Think it should you're be like right. Man or woman. It's like when you feel the timing is right. I think I'm just a super emotional just, human, so and I know I. that I probably shouldn't say it first because I will always feel it before the other person. Robert Maine, yes, just you realized uh, I said it mid coitus. Oh, Kevin did too. And the girl was going to say it at the same time. <gasps> yeah, it was pretty special. That is special. Did a unicorn pop out of your dick? He peeked out of the closet. He's like, you know what? It's probably not a good time. Not a good time. I'll come back. I'll let you guys finish. I'll come back. I'll come back. I'll come back. Hold up. Let me leave some dust. Um, (laughs) Kevin said it uh, mid-sex, and I said, thank you. No, you didn't. (laughs) First time? No. The the first time we were watching fireworks on the roof, and he said, I think I love you, and I didn't say anything. The second time we were having sex, and I said, thank you. So that's what was me in my first relationship. She was like, I love you. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Oh, you mm-hmm. did. She just she yeah. said it first. Oh. Yeah, and it wasn't like she was like sat me down and was like having a conversation. It was just like I think we were. I, even, I think we were out drinking. We were just like you know we we're at a bar and she's like, oh my god, I love you. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, time to get a drink. Didn't so like you it? said like no, Are you like yeah. That, so you said serious relationship is I, a year long. Serious. I I think a serious relationship is six months. I think a long term relationship is a year. There you go. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But I knew that Kevin was a player, and that's why I didn't say it back because I felt it. I felt it. Right. It's so funny to think as Kevin is a player because I have known him since like post Ashley. I know. He's not. Come on. He was. Come on. He so was. How is he and I'm not? He so was. Again, he so listeners was. of What's Your Position podcast. He was boning produ- like three chicks single. at a time. All the single ladies. Yeah. Well, Me included. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. shout out he's to him. He's dated a lot of people then. Just okay. not, I'm not saying yes. he's a big, he's yeah. a handsome he, dude. He is a handsome he's guy. He's handsome. the handsomest of the handsome. He, you, you did a good job. 
I know. And he did a good job on you. I know. All right, continue. Oh, I love him. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, yes. so you had some other serious, like, six-month relationships, but mm-hmm. Kim's the only person you've ever said you love. Correct. Okay, this, this is blowing my fucking mind. I mm. had the same reaction. I was like, what? Um, okay. You want to know when, right? Or, oh, no, oh, no. We're oh, getting, we'll get there. Just okay. give me a minute. Okay. Uh, just give me a minute. Kimberly. Yes. Hi. Welcome to my show. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so excited. Oh my God. Okay. So I would like you to tell me all of the things about you. Tell me where you grew up. Tell me about your life. Tell me about your family. Tell me about your high school and like all the things. Tell me all the things. Okay. So I grew up in a town south of Seattle called Dreadful Way. It's Federal Way. Fedway. Fedway. Oh, sorry. Um, Easy. Sorry. <laughs> Fedway. Fedway. Uh, I have two older brothers. 10 years older, seven years older. I have two younger twin sisters that are five years younger. I grew up in a very strict home. Same in the sense of like very Christian, have to get good grades, like manners, you know, all the things. Um, Danced with Ashley. (laughs) Uh, Played water polo in high school. Yes, you did. I did. I went to school for sports broadcasting actually to start. And then ended up in air traffic control because why not? <laughs> so she works with airplanes. She directs them uh-huh. on where to land. It's a broadcasting. Yeah. It is that sort yeah. of broadcasting. Yeah. He's yeah. not wrong. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What a change of direction, right? Right. So my so I started college, and then my dad got sick with cancer. He had pancreatic cancer, which fucking cancer. I know, bro. dude. Right. I know. This is fuck why I wanted her cancer. to say it because I was like, an unofficial sponsor. No, fuck. Yeah, fuck, fuck cancer. Cancer. Fuck. Cancer. Thank you. How old were you? Um, let's see. I was 21 when he died. Okay. And he had pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer. How long did he live with that? So, if you guys know pancreatic cancer, it's, it's, it's basically well, the most Well, that's what Alex Trebek died of. Yes. R.I.P. It's super fast. So, two years of life after you find out you have pancreatic cancer is, is a pretty long time. So, we found out he had it and he was on morphine mm-hmm. and we had to quote unquote pull the plug we all had this meeting he was like what do you want to do and we're like well he wouldn't want to be in this vegetative state so right. we're going to do it or so, in pain yeah or in pain so we called the whole family everybody came to say goodbye and then we found out that we're, we're in a brewery we're in a brewery we're in a brewery toss and kegs no big deal it's fine it's fine, it's fine. Um, yeah so we all came to the hospital to say goodbye they took him off his morphine and he was awake and lived eight I remember months. this. Mm. I remember this. I remember this. I talked to you on the phone about this. Uh-huh. I remember this. And you were like, what the fuck? We pulled the plug and then he lived for eight months. Yeah. How dare was, we make that choice? I can't believe we did. Like, you were well, so torn we up. We pulled the plug because we thought he was in a vegetative state. And the doctors were like, what? This is a miracle. Like, what is this? What do well, you yeah, mean? he's, he's off morphine now. Like, yeah, so he's, he's awake. Not drugged up. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I know. <sighs> So you got eight more months. Still, yeah. Was he still but in the hospital the whole time? Uh, yeah. yeah, he was in and out of hospital with mm. surgeries. He had stints. It was honestly really awful and a terrible quality of life. But we were like, you know what? We thought we we're going to lose him. So we're just going to spend the most time with him. And yeah. so I lost him at a young age. And um, then my mom got remarried, moved to Colorado. Mm. Mm. And then uh, she actually just recently passed away from dementia. She did. She passed away. I know. Okay, December, so now wait a minute. Because I told you I was going to look up a statistic for you. I I, I have questions. And I did. So, um, there is a statistic about trauma Mm -hmm. and 
Alzheimer's or dementia. So you had mentioned to me, without going into too much detail, that your mother sure. suffered from some pretty abuse, severe yeah. childhood abuse. Mm -hmm. Like in every way one can be abused. Yeah. Mentally, physically, all sexually, of all of it. Until she was in her teens and she got married to a wonderful man. And yeah. that's where your brothers came from. Yep. And then she wanted more kids. He didn't want more kids. So she married someone my, else. I call him my sperm donor. The sperm donor mm -hmm. had you and your sisters and yeah. he's gone. Bye. And by sperm donor, I mean he's my biological father, but he just left when I was six, and, and so fuck he him. was non-existent. So I don't. He didn't. He didn't do you even yet. know who? Like, do you know who yes, he is? I do know who he is. Can yeah, you find him if you want Steven to? Butler. He died. He died. He drank himself to death. Oh. Mm -hmm. When was that? Yeah. So actually, so he left. Never knew him my entire life, and then oh gosh, this was 2010. Oh, something around. Someone had reached out to me on social media oh. and said, "I am looking for Kimberly Pamela and Michelle Butler. I am your cousin." Oh, Can God! Those freaking DNA cute like tests, ancestry shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, so she. Well, she knew. She knew who we were. We grew up. Grew, grew up with her up until I was like five or six. But I didn't remember her. And she was like, "I just want to let you know that your dad died." And I'm oh. like, "Yeah, no, I know. He's been dead." No, she's like, no, 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 like dead. Steven died. And I'm like, wait, do what now? So yeah, oh. so she told me that he had, he was actually, he, he fled and was hiding from the state. So he never had to pay child support. Ah. And then he ended up moving to Vegas. He was an alcoholic. He drank himself to death, had diabetes and died from that. Well. Yeah. So, but he's sperm donor. Sperm donor. Mm. Then she met your dad. Yep. And then married him and they were married and happy and wonderful. wonderful. Oh, but dad. your mother went through some pretty serious yeah. Abuse. Yeah, so I looked it up, and according to a Japanese study, people who had three or more adverse childhood experiences, physical, psychological, family psychopathology, or loss of a parent, had three times the risk of developing dementia later in life. Because we had this conversation, because I said, your mom was young and did she have Alzheimer's? Did, did, does dementia run in your family? And she's like, no, no. And now I'm like really worried. Like I'm doing all these brain games to try to like make sure I don't get it. But I looked it up and it's literally three times the risk if you had three or more traumatic childhood events in your life that you would get some form of dementia. And so after your dad died, you said oh that gosh. she started to spiral. She so, did. so she was abused as a teenager. She married mm -hmm. a great guy and then she married a bad guy mm -hmm. and then she married a great guy and then that guy died. Yeah. And she began that slow descent into dementia, yeah, right? She really did. I feel like she started to like lose her memory and, you know, just small things and we're just like, Mom is just not herself. Yeah. And she just she's a, she was a very strong woman and she would just deal with things you know and just kind of move on and she was she had to raise three daughters on her own until she met my dad and so she just she would deal with things but not necessarily communicate or go to therapy or you know what i mean so i feel like she harbored everything shout out therapy whole, yeah shout out seriously i think we could probably say official uh sponsor like official Who's gonna call us Who's out? Who's gonna call us out? The APA? On, yeah. Yeah. Come, yeah. Come out, ask guys. If, if they are, then it means people are listening. Official sponsor. Yeah, true. Therapy. Yeah. Go. Therapy. I don't care if you think you need it, you do. Yeah. Because honest to goodness, the other part of that article stated that individuals who experienced trauma in their childhood but sought medical attention for it were less likely to get dementia in their old age. So yes. 
Yeah. So it's really and truly about helping your brain recover from trauma, exactly. whether that be a blow to the head because you got hit with a baseball bat in Little League or whether that be a physical blow to the head because your parents were evil and hurt you. Yeah. Like you need to recover from that mentally and physically. And when you don't, it can actually lead to problems later in life. And your poor mom just yeah. recently, how, when was it? In So December 4th. Yeah. She died. She was officially diagnosed five years ago mm -hmm. with um, dementia, but it was like she wasn't herself. Like she couldn't really function. She started to not be able to feed herself, not change herself. Like she yeah. would get lost and she went through all of the, I'm, she's angry and she would like try to beat people up and then she would get lost and then people would be like, there's this lady in the middle of the road, you know, and then she'd get returned home. And so it was, it was awful. But I fully, like not even having a medical background, feel that... 100% her trauma has to do with it and so oh yeah just, I, I know that it's also genetic it, obviously but I'm trying to do everything I can because I'm like but there are there are are studies that show that if you do these helpful meditation and therapy yes. and brain games that you can actually reduce your risk and also there's even things that you can use in your daily life certain yeah. kinds of deodorant that you can Absolutely. use that reduce your risk of Alzheimer's mm -hmm. certain kinds of food that you consume that can reduce your risk of Alzheimer's and it's it's yes sir please Oh, sorry, behind the curtain. When I raise my hand, don't like, hey, you. I'm just like letting you like segue to me. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's. I just like calling on you. It's a radio thing. I like calling on you like a professor. And you know, I'm sorry, your mother, both passed yeah. away. How does one die from dementia? That's actually so, a really fucking good question because yeah. I don't know either. It is a really good question yeah. because your brain is deteriorating. From what I understand, it starts to deteriorate from the front back your body just kind of shuts down. And so it, it, you can't operate your body because your brain doesn't know what to do. Like she doesn't know when she needs to go to the restroom, so she just goes. She doesn't know, like her motor skills. So she you stop know knowing to. when to breathe? Yes. Not even yes. you, I your, mean, like, your body, just, your entire self, body. Yeah, your subconscious, yeah. like everything. Wow. So she just got to the point where she would just like sit there and stare off in space and then she'd be like, she'd look at you and be like, like for a second and you're like, oh, she knows who I am. And then she'd just smile, but then she'd cry, and then she'd stare off in space. And so she would just, you know what I mean? And then it got to the point where she would just sleep all the time. And so her body was just shutting down, and she just would wanted to sleep. And so, yeah, I just think that not having your brain, which is what operates. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just... So you both lost your mothers, and Robert and I, thankfully, have not had to deal with that. We've lost our mothers in other ways, mm -hmm. right? Your mother was lost for a little while. She came back to us. She did. She's doing great. Second podcast of the series, by the way, is all about I her recovery. My mom. All I, about I recovery. I thought I knew a lot, but I'm glad. No, I, it was that was a was, good episode. It was almost a little therapy. A little therapy. bit, right? Yeah. Um, she was lost, and she came back. Uh, my mother currently is lost because she cannot be present without being hurtful. You have physically, spiritually, and long term lost your mothers and I have a different relationship with my mom than than you did I can relate or, or with the, you sperm, did. the sperm donor by the way I yeah, can yeah. he can relate with the sperm donor for oh. sure my stepdad is awesome stepdad is yeah. shout out to stepdads again yeah. yes he raised us man. I know mm -hmm. mine too Dudes that but he's like with my mom now stepdads. <laughs> he is and my mom I couldn't yeah. do it yeah. so shout out to him how does one how do you cope with 
losing your mother because that is the natural progression of life, right? Parents aren't supposed to bury their children. Children are supposed to be able to like get through a period of their life and know that their parents are eventually not going to be there anymore. But your mom didn't get to see you get married, right? And that sucks. How do you cope with those emotions? Because I'm sure there are listeners out there who, who have lost a parent and I haven't, so I can't speak to that. So what do you do? What, Chris, what do you do? What did you do? What did you do? Um, I mean, I was, I was broken for, you know, many months after, you know, five, six months easy. Did you you just let yourself be broken or were you mean to yourself? Like Mm, I let myself go a little bit, um, you know, for a few months. Uh, And I was uh, in between, um, you know, jobs at the same time. I mean, I took a job to where I could work whenever I needed to with one of my actually one of my close friends, Dustin, and you know, I worked on yachts with him and we made our own schedule. You know, he it allowed me to be able to be there for my mom. I'm yeah. like, hey man, I gotta grow old. So yeah, like exactly. I had to go right. and whatever. So um it, towards you know after after she passed, I just kinda lost myself in work really. You know, I you know, tried to stay busy. Mm-hmm. Um and um you know, the best for me was having somebody there to talk to, you know, and, you know, having my sister was a huge yeah. person in my life that's helped me through it. Yeah. Yeah. How so. do you get through it, like, in moments where you wish she was there? Um, uh, I don't know. Sometimes it just, uh, you know, now, I guess, more than anything, I'm, you know, have the, uh, me and Kimberly, I mean, and obviously we've gone through it, you know, and I was there for her. So I know know what it's like. That's the crazy part is that you were able to be there for her and know what it feels like to lose that specific Mm -hmm. human being. Yeah. Like, I just... It, it, I just can't imagine Mm-mm. like and the and the and the way that you have to be strong and just sort of move forward and yeah. like not f- feel guilty about the fact that you're moving forward and knowing that they would want you to be on this path and like it's it's I, I just how how did you how are you dealing with it because this was two months ago dude three very months ago fresh. yeah it's very fresh um, honestly I think that because in my situation mom had dementia five years ago she started to lose her mind yeah. and not remember you know you had time I had time and so I think that I've been grieving her for so long right that it was a little bit easier and not easier it's not easy Mm-mm. it's really awful I know actually. what you mean but it's just that it's been happening for so long that for me I found peace it was actually this huge I was there when she died I was holding her hand oh good yeah and it was like a weight off our shoulders. Mm-hmm. We're like, she's at peace. She's no longer suffering. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to live in this state where she can't even function. Yeah. And so I was so happy that she wasn't suffering anymore. And so that's what gets me And that you got to be there. Day. And I got to I be there. I remember when you texted me oh. and you were like, I'm on my way to Colorado right now. Yeah. I know that my mom is moments away. Yeah. Moments. Moments. And so I was like, texting. I was like, bitch, oh my God. Like, yeah. I'm here. I'm sending yeah. you everything. I'm sending you all of my vibes. Every single yes, one of them. You all did. of my you fucking vibes. Did. I'm going to send you videos. I'm going to send you memes. Uh-huh. Vibes. Mm-hmm. And I rem- you were there for three days? Oh my gosh. I So I bought the next plane ticket, literally woke up, he went to work, had no plans of going. And when I talked to her husband and I realized I had a little bit more time than I thought, I was like, I'm buying a ticket and I'm going. I'm going. Grabbed a backpack, shoved some clothes in there, told my sister, text her, I'm going to the airport. She's like, wait, what? You're coming down here? And I was like, absolutely. I need to be there on her last breath. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I just know that in my heart I need to be there. Yeah. Told my Uber driver, 
bless his precious little heart, he got me there so quickly. <laughs> and I was like, oh. my sister and I went straight over, was with her for the last three days. We got to sing her our favorite songs. We got to tell her everybody loved her, all the people that had What'd all the you songs and the things. John Denver, that's her favorite. And so, and some church songs too that oh, yeah, uh, her husband fine. wanted to do. Yeah. But, um, Hail Satan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hail Satan. Official but, sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Worst timing ever. Sorry, I mean, come on. I mean, you have no idea. I'll tell you a story in a minute. Continue. No, no, no it's yeah. fine. I'll tell you a story in a minute about that. Go. Actually, you know what? We played her the song that was played at my dad's funeral also. Oh. Me and my sister were like, we're doing this. Oh. And we played, because it was one of her favorite songs. Which one? It was, you can only imagine. That, sorry to yeah, say the hail same thing. If it makes someone uncomfortable, it so, doesn't. makes someone front comfortable on their last you know, yeah. hours, I'm totally for it. Dude, I'm sorry. If, I mean, if that, but mama, mama loved Jesus. Mama went to church. And you know what? She God, bless her. Yes. God, God bless her. God bless her. And mama. hail Satan. And hail yeah. Satan. And at the same time. That's, same time. that's the part of hail Satan. Yeah. But John Denver. We got but John, John Denver. And, and God bless John Denver. And God bless John Denver. <laughs> John motherfuck. What's the, what is the Dumb and Dumber quote? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I thought the, 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 the Rockies would be a, rock, a lot rockier than this. That John, John Denver's, Denver's full of shit, shit man. <laughs> You're welcome. I thought the Rockies would be a little rockier. Uh, so I just, I found it really interesting. That was one of the things that I found very interesting about the two of you is that you both lost the same parent and that you both have siblings who were there for you in that moment and, wow. and really were able to like be the person that you're able to, to lean on. But I also thought it was beautiful that you were able to be there for Kim yeah. during such an important moment. And like, what a huge moment. You want to talk about like relationship changing things? Seriously. He you know amazing. someone's serious when they're like, your mom's about to pass away and mm -hmm. I'm going to go with you and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking be there. Like, mm -hmm. hands yeah. down, no questions. Um, so let's talk about uh, your relationship a little bit. Mm -hmm. So um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about uh, long distance. How, what, how, what do we got? I was just going to let you know. I think we're a little bit over about an hour. Ooh. Oh. Just letting you know. Then I think what we should actually do is take a break. Because <laughs> I have to pee and I also need a beer. Um, and there's food. And there is food I can smell that it. someone mm. needs to order because he hasn't eaten all day. Oh, no. Well, we haven't eaten lunch, so... So I know we just talked about some sad stuff, and I wanted to just bring it up a little bit. Um, we share a lot of the same musical tastes, the three of us. And yesterday we had a moment in the car, and uh, Stick Figure came on, and I turned it up as loud as I could possibly turn it up. And the three of us sang we Stick did. Figure, um, harmonized and everything. And the words to this song are just super important because these two individuals lost parents, lost human beings that meant the world to them and are still some of the happiest and kindest and most radiant people that I know. And so if you lost somebody, I want you to make sure that you understand you're not alone. Please make sure you say that you love people when you do. Don't hold back. And please make sure that you spend time doing what makes you happy and what puts a smile on your face. We're going to go to break, and we'll be back. Enjoy this song. We're going to get some tater tots. Life is all about the up and down. Take your medicine. 
Hey everyone, it's Corey and Robert from the So-So Scrutiny Podcast. Little background on us, I've been a school teacher for six years, I have a kid on the way, and I love to read. And I've been working in the film industry for the past six years, I don't want kids, and the most reading I do is Netflix captions. Every week, Corey and I scrutinize movies, music, video games, food, and everything in between. We have some of our closest friends to stop by to scrutinize stuff with us and share their stories, plus some amazing musicians we know, like the Dares and Jordan from Newfound Glory. I also invite some incredible filmmakers I've had the pleasure to work with on the podcast to talk about their careers and the industry. Download the So So Scrutiny podcast for free on iTunes, Spotify, and most podcast platforms. Or visit SoSoScrutiny.com for every episode, videos, merch, and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. The So So Scrutiny podcast. Hello humans, welcome, welcome to us, welcome back to Four Sons Brewery in Huntington Beach where we are joined by Kimby and Chris, Hello. amazing Hello. COVID couple extraordinaire. Um, we are having a, an amazing live show. Right now we have a uh, fire department academy uh, joining us. They didn't want me to say the name of the city, but... Um, We love them. Um, we also want to give a shout out to Four Sons for letting us do this podcast here. Thank you very much, our official sponsor. Official sponsor, sponsor, fire departments. And Four Sons. Hooray. Yeah, fire departments. Who's going to come after us? Who? Who's yeah. going to come after us? Who's Who? going to be upset? I Means people are listening. Literally. Who hates the fire department? Shout out to Bunky. Yeah. Last episode. Yeah, great episode. By Go the way, I have gotten one. so many compliments on that episode specifically. Like, more than any other episode I've ever had. You know, no, nothing against the other guests, but and I know Bunky pretty well, like pretty well from like all your other friends. Yeah, that was a great episode. It was an incredible episode. He, he is. Oh, look who has joined us. <gasps> oh, it's a oh my god! It's my bumble. It's my The most famous person on What's Your Business in podcast. Hi. It's a bumble. <laughs> Okay, she go get the beer. Her, her name is Madeline also, <laughs> not just Bun Bun. <laughs> the most frequented guest on she What's is. Your Position, Madeline Meyer. And she'll just join us right now, too. Hey, producer, you want to find her a stool? Oh, she has one. Never mind. Um, you got it. <laughs> on it. Done. <laughs> done. Uh, anyways, quick. Bunky's episode. Yeah, I've gotten amazing. more compliments on him, so I think we're going to have him back on um, to talk about some things. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. He's the smartest friend I have. He is... Set in his ways, but man, the ways all make his sense. ways should be always very want Ron Swanson. <laughs> He's very Ooh, Ron, Ron Swanson. He's a young Ron Swanson. Have you listened that? to the Bunky episode? Yes. Yeah. Did you I'm like sorry. it? Yes, I did. Yeah, you have not. I have not. You will though. I will. Yes. But I mean, Ron Swanson. I mean, come on now. Bacon and eggs. Yeah, he's he's the dude. Yeah, he is. He's the dude. Bunky is the dude. 
I like that he tried his hand in film production like I did, but he's like, fuck it. I'm going to be a fireman. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> right? Guys, be, I got to be a fireman now? Be more of a hero. <laughs> be more of a cool person. Yeah. Right? Um, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. So you should go back and listen to that. But, uh, but right now, back to this episode. we're talking about uh, Chris and Kim and their journey to find one another. Um, so we talked about loss and that you guys share that. And I think that that's bonding. A lot of times people have things that they need to bond over. Um, and that's something that you guys probably shared in bonding. But getting away from your families and from tragedy. Tell me, whoever wants to go first, tell me about how you met. Because this is really, really fucking weird. Right? So, so, would you like to go first? Ladies first? We can go together. Okay. Do it together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, my best friend married his best friend. Louder. Louder. My best friend married his best friend. Yeah. Try to get up on those Black microphones. It's getting, la- it's getting loud here. This mm-hmm. guy's in here. On Black Friday of 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Yes. So, the wedding was in Seattle, and we were both in the wedding. And. But did you know. Did you know his friend and did you know yes. her friend? Yes. Okay. So you were were you in the wedding, Chris? Yes. And were you in the wedding, yes. Kim? Yes. Were you on the bride side, Kim? Yes. Were you on the groom side, Correct. Chris? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you knew of each other's friend, but you did not know of one another. Uh, so Ruthie and Tim yeah. went down there to visit and yeah, down to year, Florida when he lived in Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. The year prior. And she had like nonchalantly talked about herself having friends when she met him because he's wonderful mm. and so she's like I have girlfriends and then like I kind of knew of him knew of the fact that he existed sure but of, not right? like, but like you never met before no, 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 never no. met never and met. never even thought about like dating because no. it was right. just like his friend like, whatever mm-hmm. he lived, lived in, in Florida. Fucking Florida like literally and the you're opposite in side exactly. of the country the opposite, opposite side of the map southeast <laughs> Northwest. It would be like living in San Diego and Buffalo, New York. Yeah. yeah. Like really mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Farthest literally. apart we could the get. Farthest apart you could possibly yeah. in the US. be. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. Kimberly, yes. prior to this wedding, you were dating someone. Oh, yes, I was. Okay. So please explain how long had you been with this person? So I dated this person a year. Okay. Okay. And you did something um, uh, large with this person. We did. What did you do? We bought a house. You bought a house in Seattle. We did. And you were dating this person. You thought that this person was going to be with you for a while. Yeah. And then you bought this house and then it just kind of like, yeah, we were, it was a, it was a good financial investment, right? So we did it together and then our relationship didn't work out, which is right. fine. Not badly. It was amicable, no, no, right? It, it, well, you know, but like he, he's a good person. He's just not my person. Okay. And so we broke up because of that advice that my best friend gave me. Yep. And we were roommates for a while. Okay. Okay. We were still roommates when. That's really fucking awkward. Yeah. It it, it was. A uh, producer over here. <laughs> Sorry. I can relate because we talked about it in a previous episode. Yep. My worst breakup breakup was with my band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I had to live with those fucking guys for like a month. Like, yeah, they broke up with me at the beginning of the month and I had to live with them. That's really awesome. It's not fun. It's not. How long did you live with him as a roommate? Quite a while. How long? Um, Let's see. Eight months, six months. Oh, my God. Yeah. She lived with her ex for eight months in the house they bought 
together. Yes. So we After. were together when we first bought it, and then we broke up. Yeah, it was like eight or nine, nine months, maybe. Did he buy you out? No, I bought him out. Did he eat you out? I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so you bought him out. Yes. Okay. And yeah. now you still own that property. I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you met him, Chris. Yes. Mm-hmm. While you still had a roommate. Yes. Of an individual who you had fucked. Yep. Okay. So you're at the wedding yes. in November of 2019, Correct. Black Friday. Black Friday. Mm-hmm. First time you guys have ever met one another, mm-hmm. ever seen yeah. each other. Yes. Yeah. So Tell the, me what happened. Okay. So the guys were together and the girls were together getting, you know, their makeup done, hair done, all the things. Yeah, the wedding so, shit. Yeah. The guys mm-hmm. got on the party bus, came to pick up the girls. And long story short, we had put our stuff in my girlfriend's car and it got stolen and broken into within like 15 minutes of us putting it in the car. Oh. So I was on the side. We're all coming downstairs to head to the wedding, and I'm on the phone trying to cancel all my cards, my credit cards, because my purse was in the car. Holy yeah. shit. And all I know is that I see this one walk up. So we had all hung out the night before. We okay. helped her with flowers. We like we all hung out at the wedding party, right? But he wasn't there because he hadn't flown in yet. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know. Yeah, I just knew that he was, another groomsman was coming later. And so I'm standing outside dealing with the credit cards, and I look up, and I'm like, who dis? <laughs> like, who dis? <laughs> who dis? He knew. Who that? Yeah. You knew, and you in a suit. Mm-hmm. What you doing? Yeah, yeah, very handsome. <laughs> and so everybody gets on the bus, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta go. You know, so I'm the last person to get on the bus, and all the seats are taken. And so I'm standing on the stairs, and he's like, no, no, no. He gets up, gives me his seat, and is like, here, sit next to, yeah, next to Ruthie. And I was like, this one. And so I'm sitting next to her, but then, like, the whole way to the venue... We're just like chatting, and I'm like, oh my god, those eyes. But like, you know, he I does just, have I nice yeah, eyes, ladies beautiful. and gentlemen. He they're does. He blue. Does. Um, so he's a ginger. So. Yeah, he's a ginger. He's a very handsome ginger. Hold on, I'm a ginger, not a blue eyes. I know. What? I get that I fucking know. drink. I know. It sucks. Right. Continue. Some of the gingers get the blue eyes, and then they're like exotic gingers. Again, yeah. what's your position, right? podcast listeners? Wait, I am you single. like gingers? <laughs> Maddie's sitting right next to me. Maddie loves gingers. Do you Aww. like gingers with blue eyes or brown eyes? She likes the brown-eyed gingers. hey <laughs> Sorry, Maddie. She likes the dark, tall, dark, and handsome. Maddie, you're too young for me. Sorry. Oh, she, <laughs> he, said, he said, sorry, Maddie, you're too young for me. Sorry. I'll take it. She's all right. Get used to it. He's a ginger. I want someone older. Sorry. He's a ginger. He's a, he's a cherry ginger. I've had he's more success with ginger. the older ladies. Uh-huh. Yeah. The sorry. Older ladies. Yeah. That's older? This. That's this, yeah. Yes. Yes. Boom. See? Boom. Science. Sorry. Good luck out there, Maddie. <laughs> Good luck out Wish there. I had a brother. Fellow singleton. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys chatted it up on the way to the bu- on yeah. the, way to the venue. Yeah, it was like an innocent thing. We just were yeah. know, hanging out. Like, conversation was flowing. Yeah. So we get to the venue. We do the wedding. And then, from what I remember, I'm sitting at the table with my girlfriends and they're... <laughs> Were you drunk? Well, no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so happened was. Uh, so we had a glass of champagne and we were choosing to the bride and the groom. And I don't know why, but a part of me was like, where he at? Like, I just was like looking, you know? Scanning. Yeah, just scanning. But like, found him real fast. And he was looking at me and I was looking at him. And so we did like an air cheers of champagne. And I was like, hey, yeah, cheers to them, you know? And then we were dancing and hanging out all night, (laughs) drinking lots of wine. And then... As one does at a yeah, wedding. right? Yeah, yes. exactly. We're all having a good mm-hmm. time. And then we're, you know, helping clean up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gathering all the things. Let's get all the things and put it in the bus. And one of my girlfriends was like, hey, we're having people over after the wedding. Do you want to come? And I'm like, well, I have a flight in the morning. It's my sister's birthday. So I was going to see her in Colorado. Like, I have an early flight. And she's like... <laughs> 
And then, do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you? And I'm like, oh, are you going? And he's like, I don't know. Are you going? And I was like, oh, well, if you're going, I'm going. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. If you're gonna go, I'm gonna go. Yeah, and so we're. But the thing is, though, is that I knew that I wanted to hang out with him, but I didn't know that we were interested in each other. Get to the sex. Okay. He just grabs well, me and kisses me in the bus. Yeah, well, let's say that's the, before the, the sex. Let's start with the kiss. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But he literally just grabs me and kisses me, and I'm like, oh, oh, he's interested. Okay. So okay. you kiss on the bus yeah. on so the way like back. Yes. We, we are basically me. helping everyone clean all, everything, yeah. and there's nobody else but me in here. I'm like, this is the only he chance. He just literally grabbed me and kissed me. Because and I was like, okay. There was, oh, yeah, there was okay. also somebody else that was interested in this beautiful minx right here. Oh. So I was like trying to like. No, 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 yes. no. Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm going to piss on that. That's mine. Get your foot in there. Get your foot in there. So I followed her on the bus, and we were praying everything on, and she just, you know, turned around. I was like, mm. he literally just kissed me out of nowhere. I did not expect it. I didn't even know he was interested in me. I just knew that I liked hanging out with him, and you know, whatever. We were uh-huh. laughing, having fun the whole Love time, and uh-huh. you know, giggling. Go to our girlfriend's house, pushing her on the couch, yeah, flirting. You know? oh, oh my god! Oh my god! So we're all hanging out. The bridal party is all hanging out. And he runs by me. No, uh, no, 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 no. So I made shots for everybody. Oh yes. Don't know why I forgot to put the Red Bull in there. Everything was great minus the oh. Red Bull. Ugh. So, yeah, everyone's like, what happened? I'm like, ooh, I missed the Red Bull. Sorry. Ooh, sorry, forgot the mixer. So, like, we're, like, all in there. And, like, sh- I don't know why. It was just, like, I, like, was walking by everybody. And I was like, excuse me, excuse me. And she like, kind of like, gave me this look. I was like, so I literally just pushed her. And I was like, down on the couch. Fuck you. And he goes, no, no, sit the I, fuck I said, down. I said, sit, sit the fuck down. And I was sit like, the fuck down. oh, that's what we're doing. Oh, so we're playing that okay. game. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we're yeah. playing that And then the other okay. person that right, was, so you know, semi-interested there was like, oh, so, like, it's just game on. Yeah. Best man win. Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah, mm, okay. Like. So the wedding happens, and we go to Jenny's house, or we go to my girlfriend's house afterwards. We all mm-hmm. hang out. I end up going home with him. Mm-hmm. Whoops. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what happened was. So what happened was you boned. Mm-hmm. We did. You boned. Oh, yeah. You did. boned. We did. You met at a wedding. We did. And you're a bridesmaid, mm-hmm. and he's a groomsman, mm-hmm. and you boned. Yeah. Twice. That happened. Twice. Twice. He said twice. <laughs> I have some well statistics. <laughs> I have some statistics about people who uh, meet. Uh, here we go. <laughs> you knew I had this. Be quiet. Um, if you're the person, if you're the first person to get at a wedding, uh, and single lady strikes, then this one is for mm-hmm. you. A recent study from Wedding Wire revealed that 50% of those who had encountered. A single person at a at a wedding had a romantic encounter while celebrating someone else's nuptials. They worded that stupidly. Fifty yeah. percent of people have hooked up at a wedding is basically what they're fucking saying. Whether it's because the romance in the air from the happy nuptials, the free flowing booze, the formal wear, a tuxedo, hello. Other data <laughs> shows thirty eight percent have exchanged phone numbers with someone from a wedding. Oh, we have to get that. Yeah. 16% have made out with someone from mm-hmm. a wedding. Mm-hmm. 15% went home and hooked up from someone at a wedding. What? 10% have had a serious relationship from a wedding. And 5% married someone right. they met at a wedding. So I love that. I like I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Your chances of getting married to someone that you meet at a wedding are pretty close to that of get, marrying someone you meet online. So I have a big question now. Yeah. I'll put my hand up. For yes, this sir. One. Yes, Robert Maine. I think it depends on if you're going to a wedding as a friend or a family, because you're gonna have a really worse, you're gonna have a worse batting average if you're. There was no chance. Who was I going to hook up with your at your wedding? Ooh. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like nobody. Okay, back to your wedding. Yeah. Are you guys are friends of friends of you guys. The, our, family. Our, I forget. So our best friends. Our best were, friends. Were, boom. Know each other. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you no. Bet, you, you better have batting average of people wrong. that are in Maddie, looking good. You ever made out with somebody at a wedding? Maddie doesn't have a microphone. Well, I mean, Maddie has not been to a wedding as an adult. I'm taking wow. you as a date to a, a wedding. <laughs> Please. Maddie, I'm working on it. I'll work it on. He's working on it, but yeah. I think he might go to Sulu's wedding with me. Oh, no, August 10th, or I mean April 10th. No, friend. Okay, you're my date. Um, I have never hooked up with somebody at a wedding. Uh, no, I haven't. Here. No, I haven't. You know what? This is my first time. First time. Same. Hooking up at a yeah. wedding. Yeah, and, and like I said from the beginning, it wasn't like like. Either one of us was like, "This is what we're going into doing." No. And I think no, that's that, like, that. I think that might change the statistics a lot because a lot of, from a guy's perspective, being like, mm, "Bridesmaid" or, or or whatever. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. So, like, cliche. Me, so, like, cliche. I mean, so cliche. So cliche. So cliche. So cliche. We both had kind of just ended relationships. Yeah. And 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 it was like I'm focusing on you know whatever, and it was like it wasn't there wasn't. And you live in there. Florida. I live right. in Florida. But then there was this mm, connection, and it was there was more than just the sex. Obviously, it was like no, a connection. There was seriously a connection Euphoric, from the beginning. From the beginning, it was like, the beginning. what is this? Yeah, wow. Like, we just like mm-hmm. kept looking for each other, kept wanting to hang and, like, out. Nothing like, that you'd either ever experienced. No, no. no. That was my next question: no. was the balls on you, buddy, yeah. to pull like this girl that you're just having this euphoria with, quote unquote? Yeah. And you just kiss her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like literally, I'm like putting down a box or something. I was mm-hmm. putting something in the bus. And I turn around and she's like, "Oh, but this is happening." But I was like, mm, "Yes." And yes, then it, is. it was like later. It was like uh, she's like, "All right, everything's cleared out. Like we gotta go." And I was like, "I think there's more stuff that we need to clean in this in the house." And she's like, "No, we got no. everything." I'm like, "We need to more clean stuff some more house. stuff in the there's house." There's stuff like, in the fucking oh, house. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Stuff yeah. In the house. <laughs> so back to the house and like had a better kiss. Yeah. You know because it was so I was so off yeah. guard the first time. Oh. Yeah. And then oh, you left with her. Did you like leave the jacket or was it your phone? A moose bouche. That's exactly the makeout was the appetizer. Yeah. Well done. And then I think like either you left your phone. You, uh, I was trying to find my phone. Yeah, yes. trying to find my phone. And this <laughs> like one was like, oh, huh? Let me see here. Let me get your number and I'll go ahead and call it for you. <laughs> oh my god! And I literally looked over and I go, I see what you did there. I see what you did. Here's my number. Two oh six. I see what you did, but here's my number. <laughs> so you went back to Florida. Yes. You yeah. went to Colorado, visit your visit yeah. your sister, came back came to home. Seattle, and then mm-hmm. what? We text all day, yeah, every day. Talk, text. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, <laughs> Daddy's dying. We had, we had you know, we did. FaceTime we, dates we and whatnot. Did. Yeah, we totally did. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, you should totally come see me for New Year's. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, just like I knew I wanted to hang out with him again. Like that next morning when we woke up. There was something First so much more than just like a one night stand. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. oh God, the, what? What's happening right now? Yeah. Like I have like there's feels. Yeah. I've got a mm-hmm. lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. Really a lot fast. Of yeah, it was. Going it on. was very fast. All the feelers. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. but so yeah, I was like, you should come see me for New Year's. And he's like, okay. And then he was like, okay, so I'm gonna buy a ticket to Seattle. And I'm like, what? What you're actually gonna do this? Like he's actually gonna come and see me? Well, we talked for at least I think it was like a week and a half to two weeks, and like you're like yeah. you should come, yeah, you should yeah, come. Yeah. And then like one day I just sent her a screenshot. I was like, I'm coming. She's like, oh, you, you're it's coming. Like, wait, oh, wait, you're actually phrasing. doing it. You're yeah. doing it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, something like that. Phrasing. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because I lived with the ex-roommate, <laughs> I booked an Airbnb. So you had to book an Airbnb when he came to visit you. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's good move. Oh no 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 no. no. This is this is not Airbnb. This is Edgewater. This is a hotel. Or sorry. On the water. Sorry. Sorry. The Beatles stayed. Yeah. The Beatles stayed there. It's such a good hotel. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, the Beatles stayed at the Edgewater. But this is another weird thing is that he didn't know that I lived with my no. ex. So the but wedding that's not happened. Something you'd say no. on a on a no. no that's no, not no. something you'd say on like a hookup. I no. live with my ex. No. Like, why would you say that? Uh-uh. You would say it in person yes. the next time you yeah, see them. Thank you. Right? I didn't want to. You don't want to say that in text. It, it was didn't also because we lived it. like in different states. It wasn't right. like I was like you don't know, you know what's happening. We didn't, we didn't know. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, we didn't know. So I had to wait. I was like sick to my stomach because oh. I'm like I like this person God. and I have to tell him like the reals. And I'm like, <laughs> and so I pick him up at the airport and let's go get coffee real quick. And then we're going to go to a Seahawks game, by the way. Ooh, and yes, we yeah. did. You went to so, a Seahawks well, game? Uh, we went well, to a bar because we couldn't get tickets to get into the game. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. but, um, I was actually just going to get really mad at you and be like, you took him to a fucking Seahawks game? <laughs> no, no, we, no, 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 I would never do that before How I would take you. dare you? <laughs> if you guys could see the eyes. <laughs> a- Ashley, do it again. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, no, we went to a bar, sorry, but like before the stocks came, but I had to like pull him aside and be like, hey, so, so let me just tell you this thing. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, by the way, I live with my ex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and yeah. he's just like, cool. And I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, what? So I told him the story. He's like, and he's like, all right, whatever. Like, so are we going to go right. hang out? So or what's up? what like, else? did not care. And what I'm else? Like, oh, yeah. Super cool about it. We hung out. Then I went and saw you in Florida. How cool were you, though? Yeah. So it... I, like, really, it though? Like, when you heard that news, I think how did was, you feel? So you was, just bought a ticket to fly across the country <laughs> to hang out with a girl that you've known for three weeks who you hooked up with at a mm-hmm. wedding, and she tells you, I live with my ex and we own a house together, and you're, you just said I'm cool. That's just it. I you don't just know said if I'm you good. said I own a house at the, t- at the, at the moment. I so did. I think it was like, or you might have. Well, I said, I said, Soon. I live with my ex and he's my room, we're roommates. We live like, you okay. Know, we bought a house together really and we feel? broke up. I mean, to be honest, I, 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 I know she felt very similar to what I felt. And I was like, I know what this is. So whatever. Okay. Yeah. No, it was just like, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like you're not lying. Like this is what it is. Yeah. It no. is what it is. This it, is it just, easy. It okay. was. It was like okay. Okay. I, I even said like, it's weird for me to have to wait to tell you, but yeah. I didn't want to do it via text or sure. a phone sure. conversation. Sure. I appreciate like, it that. No, I really do. Face. I think that's smart. And you live across the country, so mm. mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't know how serious it was, and now you're here, <laughs> yeah. so it's obviously serious. Yeah. yeah. So you going out for New Year's kind of solidified how serious you guys were. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever go to Florida? Yes. Okay. When was that? So I w- flew out in February. Yes. Okay. See First him in Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we this had is 2020, by feelings. the way, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just remember this the dates. 2020 before <laughs> the officials. Just remember the fucking down. dates. So February of 2020, you go to yeah. Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have the best time. And I'm like, just like, oh my god. We're going out one night. We go out for drinks. There's like live music. <laughs> I miss live music. R.I.P. Live music. Me too. Uh, so we go out and we're drinking and then we're walking along the pier and he just sits down and he just starts talking and he's like, I'm tired of holding it in. I love you. Oh. And I'm oh, like, no, no, you missed a word. Oh, I fucking love I fucking you. Love I you. fucking love you. What? And I'm By like, the way, we revealed before you got here, she's the only person he has ever told that he loves. <laughs> oh yes, that was the other part. Yes. Yeah, he's so, like, I fucking love you, and I'm like, what? 
I take that very seriously? Yeah. And he's like, but I do. And then like, you know, we had this long conversation <laughs> and he was just like, I just knew it when we went to, we went to our girlfriend's cabin, uh, Tim and Ruthie's cabin on New Year's. And he's like, I just knew it then. And after my trip of seeing you and blah, blah, blah and all the things. And I was just like, oh my God. And then it wasn't until the next morning. It was official. Uh, the next morning was official. I, I I woke up and I was like, so I need to like officially say. I didn't say, say it back in that moment. I just oh. I take that seriously. So wait, like, did you know that around. at New Year's is that when you knew Chris yes. that you loved mm-hmm. her? Okay, so mm-hmm. you knew in December mm-hmm. and you waited until February to tell her. Mm-hmm. When did you know that you loved him? The same. Like the I same. knew. Well, I knew I had these crazy feelings, and I was like, oh god, what is this? Like what how can is I feel this? So is this indigestion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting older. <laughs> what do I have? What's Heartburn? Ha- what's happening? So a couple of statistics about long it's distance. It's called love. <laughs> about long distance relationships. Um, two out of three long distance couples remain together if every three months they physically reunite. Aww. 75% of long distance couples stay together if they reunite every three months. So you guys met in November, you saw each other again in December, and then you saw each other again in February. Uh So that aligns with what you were saying. Um, Long distance relationship couples, if they manage to stay together, will almost always come out stronger than non-long distance relationship couples. Most studies have found equal or higher levels of satisfaction, commitment, and trust in that relationship compared to those that were geographically close from the start. 10% of marriages in the United States begin as long distance relationships. Wow. Yeah. So you guys were long distance from November till COVID. Yes. So you went to see him in Florida in February. Mm -hmm. When did you decide to move to Seattle? So I had, so my buddy Tim uh, and the one that we came, you know, has had, you know, got married. um, He had always wanted me to, you know, or I've always wanted to come to Seattle. Okay. So um, you knew him. Yeah. I've known him since college. And like, I wanted to you know make the move and like he's in medical sales and he's like dude there's always jobs up here trust me there's you know so i was looking since probably like december um well actually before december i think yeah i was planning on moving eventually or just to get out either there or back home i didn't know what i wanted to do i just know i didn't want to be in florida who the fuck does apparently not me so yeah so then um I started i mean i was looking for jobs probably i think around february after we made it official and then April, you were planning on March. coming... Mm, end of March. End of March, beginning of April. I'm sorry. End of March, beginning of April. So wait, was there ever a time... So, like, you you met in November once. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then he came to visit you in December. Mm-hmm. And then like five days. you went to visit him in February. Mm-hmm. And now he all of a sudden wants to move to fucking... Like, yeah, so I was supposed to go and see him, but... <laughs> Were you ever like, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, I mean, don't be suspicious, 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 Were you ever like, this is weird? No. Because okay. it just felt right. Like, yeah. sure, it seems really From the beginning, really it just crazy. felt right. For both of you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It was I was just supposed like... to go see him in March, but COVID happened. And then with my job and everything, I couldn't leave. And so he was going to come and visit me. And, I don't know, 
Like, okay. And then I think you were I had, looking to apply. It was that trip. I had applied a few places. Yeah. And then, you know, I had uh, Tim actually had got um, somebody reach out to him and try to headhunt him. And he was like, no, I'm, I have a great job. But my buddy. Hey. And so I interviewed with him. FaceTime, Shout out to Tim. In, in, I had a and face, Ruthie. And Ruthie. And Ruthie, Hey-o. yes. Um, I had an interview. Ruthie, I can't wait to meet you and have drinks with you. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I had an interview, um, you know, with the I remember director this. of sales. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. While I, I was remember. in Florida yeah. still. Yeah. I literally was like, listen, I have to push the time back because I'm in medical sales still. I'm like, I'm in my scrubs. Is it cool? He's like, sure. So I put my phone up in my car. I'm having an interview with the director of sales. And he's like, okay, well, you know, we'll be in touch. And he's like, um, we would like you to move to the next round. We'll be in touch. And I'm like, I think it was like three weeks before I came to, I came to visit her. Mm-hmm. And then in March, yeah. end of March. End of March, beginning of April. I came to visit. And that's when you got an Airbnb because obviously the yeah. living situation. So right. she got an Airbnb in Alki. I remember that. An awesome the place with the hot tub. That was, was a great perfect. place. And I got a call on Saturday mm-hmm. so morning from the area manager of sales, you know, and she was like, hey, you know, we want to move you to the next step. And so... I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hi. I was planning on yeah, coming and to, was like... in town. I was trying... I was actually like, hey, like, let's set up an interview on, um, like, Tuesday. Here. Can we do this now? But yeah. she called me back and was like, hey, we can't do the interview because of COVID. Oh. But we'll do a FaceTime interview. I'm like, okay, well, hey, I don't have anything with me. Yeah. yeah I have so no suit. I had I my nothing. roommate overnight my suit. I was like, <gasps> how much is it? 200? Let's go. Oh my God! So yeah, overnight in my suit, and I did a FaceTime wow. interview at the Airbnb, you know, and uh, yeah, and then uh, they offered oh, wait. you pretty much. I knew from the way. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, right. Because you know, if you get a second interview, there's like really. Yeah, not. and she was like, "Listen, I just want you to meet the, just want you to meet the manager." I was like, "Okay." Mm, yeah. So yeah, then I that's but when I had the interview with the manager. Yeah. And my roommate at the time was gone. He had left town, remember? And so you came over, and he goes upstairs. He's like, "I need to take this call." And he goes upstairs, and he comes down the stairs slowly and was like this. <laughs> I got the job! I got the job! I got the job! Like, ah! Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. you packed your shit up yep. in Florida yeah. in a car. In yep. May. He left his Monstera. <gasps> I know. I know. Maddie, I know. I left I know. a lot of plants down there. He left all of his child dropping. Is that an animal or I, I, oh, I have a car? He almost jizzed on my Monstera. <laughs> it was aggressive. He might have. Is that a Pokemon? Is he a- may have. Oh, I gave them over. I didn't leave them. I gave, I, I, I gave them new homes. He gave them yeah. up for adoption. My sister yeah. you know, took a few of them. I would have taken them all in a he, trailer. His car was packed with a lot oh, of them. I, I, everything I owned was, well, besides what's up, was, in, was yeah. at home in Philly. But Can we mention our other official sponsor? Our other official sponsor, Madly Succulents. Uh, would you like to say something? Yeah. It's that time. Spring is here. Summer is around the corner. Plants are blooming. They're not grooming. I was about to say that. They're blooming. And we are planting. We're potting. And we're doing a little propagating. Yeah, we are. And, um, Always. Planting. Plot. It's coming. Propagating. That's a big word. Planting. Yeah. Planting, Pruning. plotting, and propagating. Pruning. It's coming. So um, hit us up. Indoor plants we're starting to do. Yeah. Um, succulents, of course. And, you know. How do we find you? Uh, Instagram, at Madly Succulent. That's mad. And then L-E-Y, Madeline Ashley, duh, succulent. Duh. And we have a Facebook as well, Madly Succulent. Oh, yeah. love it. I didn't know that part. Yeah. 
We do. That's I don't manage that. Name. She does. Because okay. I hate Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't follow us on mm. Facebook because we don't have one. Because we don't have one because I hate it. <laughs> um, so you drove mm-hmm. from Florida to Arizona where Kim met you. Yes. Yeah. She flew yeah. down. She flew down you. during COVID, mm-hmm. met you in Florida, yep. or met you in uh, Arizona, yeah. and you guys drove up the West Coast together with all of his we stuff. Did. Yep. I get a phone call <laughs> randomly on yeah. a Tuesday. I'm at my desk at work, mm-hmm. and I it's like two and it's Ashley it's Kim and I'm like hey girl and like I said earlier whenever I'm in town or whenever she's in town it's Ashley Kim I'm here here." and it's like no fucking problem let's fucking go what are we doing Ashley it's Kim we're in San Diego we're two hours away what time do you get off I was like four where are you she's like we're gonna find a hotel whatever's open during COVID I'll text you she texts me nothing's open for food we have to get we not even the hotel is open no not even that yeah there was not even food order. at the hotel. We yeah. had to order DoorDash from Supermax, Some, yeah. Yeah. which was nice. Um, and we, I brought over White Claws from 7-Eleven, mm-hmm. and we had Supermax and yep. White Claws in we your did. hotel room, and I got we to did. meet Chris and mm-hmm. learn about... We danced to Stick Figure. We danced to <laughs> we Stick did. Figure. We did. Yes. <laughs> and I told him about the podcast, and yeah. I fell in love with Chris the first time I met him. How like, can you not? I, I couldn't believe the story you were telling me, and I was like... Wait, I thought you had been with him for a really long time. Like, no. I really, it feels I'm so longer. confused. I know, it does. It feels like forever. Like, it feels like, like in a good way. So confused. And at, you drove up to Seattle. I just, ah, ah. You drove up to Seattle, but obviously you still had a roommate, quote unquote. Yeah. So where did you live? Oh, I see a uh, Tim. Tim and Ruthie. Tim and Ruthie. Yeah. You know, How thanks. long? Tim and Ruthie. Oh, two, two months. months. Three months. Okay. Yeah, two months. Yeah. Okay, and then he got the fuck out, and yeah. he moved he, the fuck in. Yeah, did. he did. Okay. I know. Yeah. So yeah. you guys have survived COVID as a yep. couple, yeah. because you really started COVID, like started as a couple yeah, in did. COVID. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to just go ahead and give a couple statistics really quick about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, tips for a happy relationship during COVID. Uh, it's really important that you accept that the situation is hard. So accepting that this situation is difficult. You're going to be around each other 24-7. You're mm-hmm. going to have to work from home. Sometimes the job doesn't work out. Sometimes your job pays less. Um, it would mm-hmm. be foolish and wistful thinking to assume that this exceptional situation could remain without an impact on the relationship. So being aware of it and dealing with it is, mm-hmm. is very important. Creating a space for yourself. At least yeah. five times in this trip, I have heard Chris mention Kim's meditation room. You have a meditation room? I'm trying. Corner. So it's our office. Yeah, I'm trying to have like a little meditation mm-hmm. corner where I can just sit and zen out. And I like I'm an empath and my job is very exhausting Same. mentally. And so sometimes I just want like a little area, my little happy place so I can go yeah. sit and meditate and just mm, zen yeah. out. Mm. You know, like not That's think. my garden. Yeah. That's my garden Yeah, exactly. For me. Yeah. yeah. Try new things. Um, You don't want to just do business as usual during COVID. Uh, Obviously, pent up frustrations, being in the same routine over and over again. You're here, I'm here, let's order in, let's order out. Develop new interests, get new hobbies. I developed an interest of plants. That does not mean that my husband did, but damn it if he's not accepting. He does love those fucking plants. Um, Use sex to counteract stress. So when you're stressed, instead of saying no to sex with your partner, you should say yes, because it releases so many great hormones like cortisol and serotonin and oxytocin and dopamines, and it helps you connect to your partner in so many different ways. Um, Set priorities that are new. Since the idea of normalcy is already being flipped upside down, it's prime time to reorder our priorities list. And there is 
there's a general consensus that health should be number one. So I kind of want to talk about how Kim, before I knew you, Chris, Kim was into CrossFit. That's, yeah. She was not the overbearing, like, how do you know if I do CrossFit? Don't worry, I'll tell, I'll tell you. you. Yeah. She never did that. She never, ever did that. I knew that she worked out. I knew that she was healthy. I knew she enjoyed CrossFit, but it was never a dick shoved down my throat. Mm -hmm. When you moved to Washington, you built her a gym in her house because of COVID. Yes, he did. Right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. You built it. You built it. Okay, fine. I built it. <laughs> okay, fine. I helped. My buddy Tim came over. You I built mean, her a gym. Yeah. Like yeah. one of her favorite things mm-hmm. that My was stolen from her <laughs> during yeah. COVID. And being healthy is like so important for people and so yeah. important for like your mentality. And I just think that that's beautiful that you did that for her. Yeah. And he built me the box. Remember the box for mm-hmm. Christmas? No, I did. I built that too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you built a box? Yeah. So, yeah. It's like a, you know, it's a CrossFit box, but I wanted one. He knew that I wanted one. So he built me one instead of, so I didn't have to buy one. Well, I didn't know actually what specifically. So I reached out to her soulmate (laughs) on Facebook. I knew who she was. I just never (laughs) met her. I was like, hey, so uh, what dimensions do I need to make this? And she's like, oh, this, this, and this. I'm like, got it. Thanks. Yeah. That's amazing. He's made you a couple other things, right? Yeah. Like my floating shelves. Oh, I want this. Oh, mm-hmm. the fireplace isn't working. Oh, let me fix that. Oh, oh God, gosh. your poor hand. I know. Like, oh, so tell me about your relationship during COVID, because I feel like a relationship born during COVID doesn't know that it was born during COVID, so yeah. it doesn't really know anything else. True. Kind of like any kid who was born this year isn't going to know anything pre-COVID, right? Sure. Any kid born after 9-11 isn't going to know anything pre-9-11. Mm-hmm. So. A relationship born in COVID and because of COVID, you guys couldn't travel to see each other. So you had to force the situation. You had to force your hand and move across the fucking country to continue this relationship. How do you feel like your relationship is different than other people? I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like we're really strong. Like we started this relationship where it actually kind of went pretty fast because it's like, well, I told him one of the most important things, like you're moving here and you lived with Tim and Ruthie for two months, but then you're moving in. And so that's, that's escal- escalating pretty quickly, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we're moving so in. So you had that talk. Yeah. You but were I was ignorant like, yeah. of the no. fact that this is out of the ordinary yes, fast. It is. And I am like, I still want to date you. Like I want to go on dates. I want to be in love. I want to do all the things. Like even though we're living together, I don't want our relationship just to be like marriage. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I want to do all those fun things. So, yeah. And it's like we went through COVID and then my mom got, like, the whole mom yeah. dying thing was, I just feel like it brought us closer. Honestly, yeah. I feel like we have a very strong relationship because so much happened so fast. Yep. And we were able to work through it. We got better, you know, with our communication. And I honestly think we're, like, we're super strong. I know it's crazy because it's only been just over a year. But no. You guys actually are one of the strongest couples that I've ever I've ever met yeah. before. Like just the way you interact, it seems like you've been together for years, and like you are going to be together for yeah. years. One hundred percent, my person. It's forever, and it's crazy because neither of you have been married before. Mm-mm. No. Neither of you have kids. Mm-mm. You guys are totally okay not being, quote unquote married and or having kids like both of you have found each other and you've you've made this beautiful thing work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah do you have any pieces of advice for people out there who are still searching for their person don't give up honestly it really does come when you least expect it and i know that people always say that and i my girlfriend used to tell me that and i used to be like oh hey whatever (laughs) you know like i was like i'm fine being single it's fine it's fine like i'm just gonna be doing this my life by myself and then boom 
Don't waste your time with relationships that aren't healthy for you. Don't waste your time on people that you don't think are the one. Like relationships do take work, but don't just be there because it's comfortable and it's something that you know. If, yeah. if you're not happy, yeah, then wait for the person that makes you happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your person. Yeah. Like don't just settle. Nobody. Can I ask a settle. question. Yeah. How old are you guys? Thirty-nine. You're 39. You're 36. 36 yeah. All right. Just, just curious. Yeah. Because I waited a long time. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I just turned ripe old age of 34, and I'm in happy the, I'm birthday the by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, happy birthday. <gasps> When's your birthday? Um, March 8th. Happy <gasps> birthday. Thank you. Um, We're like a month apart. Uh, I'm in that boat. Yeah. I'm getting close to 40. It's creeping up. Shut and up. I'll be 39 this year. Yeah, you're old. That's I why. I hate you so, so much. You're married. Shut up. I hate you. But seriously, you're, you're like, your marriage was beautiful. You, have, <laughs> you, you found it. Shut, you have I did. No I found my person. You're right. Masking you people did. that were late in life. You're right. You're right. You're right. Super that, late in life. You know? Yeah, and that's what I, I keep hearing is like, just keep waiting. Just keep waiting. You know, yeah. I was just on a film set and there was a girl. Ooh. Very cute. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Can I meet her? Kicked ass. Looked her up on Instagram. Got Wanna a boyfriend. Oh. You're like, dang it. I'm well. working in this industry for six years, and I'm every fucking single one. Every single either either they're gay, uh huh, which is, that's one thing, or they have a boyfriend. More ninety five. But is the boyfriend someone she wants to be with? He's a cute guy. I'm glad they're together. They're a cute couple. But oh, uh, yeah. Mr. Maine yeah, exactly. over here. Sorry. So I I'm we glad could send here. Maddie in to but break no, you them guys, up to fuck the guy, and then you could take. Nah, the oh. it's fine. They're, they're it's fine. But it's good to hear that you guys are a little bit later in life, and you guys did it. Yeah, right yeah. Because yeah. I gotta what? tell you, dating in Seattle sucks. <laughs> Ask anyone in, general, in Seattle. Sucks. It's freaking dating, in the dating anywhere. Sucks. Dating anything. <gasps> so one one thing I will say is, you know, answer your question is be true to you. Like, don't change who you are to be with somebody. Yeah. Because you think, oh, well, this is what it is. Like, be true to you yeah. and you'll find your person. So. It's true. Be true to you. Yeah. And if it's your person, they're going to love all of you. They're going like, to the love you every are. piece of you. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty dark. I don't know. You'll find a dark girl. Yeah. She's into Always Sunny and Thursday. I'm down. Ooh, Ooh. good show. She's, she's yeah. out there. Oh, you know that's about Philadelphia, by the way. I don't even know I that. I keep but. telling him he needs to move out of the state of California to find the girl that he's uh, in. I would if not all my family was here. I know. I, I would never let you leave. I would I never know. let you go. Georgia has a lot of film jobs. Canada has a lot of film <laughs> jobs. No. Yeah. Yeah, I know what Maddie I says? I why? Yeah. Name a place better than California. Philadelphia. Go. It's old. Um, oh, we're talking about Amsterdam. sports teams? I'm confused. Amsterdam. Oh, okay. okay. Eagles? So Italy, Eagles? maybe anywhere outside the United States. But I was like, I'm moving out of Seattle. Maybe then I'll find someone because, again, Seattle sucks. Yeah. Well, no, Seattle's wonderful. No. Dating. Seattle sucks. is great for certain Seattle's things. Seattle's wonderful. In the summer. But dating is rough. In August. It is. The month <laughs> yeah. of August. July 5th on, yeah. from what I've been t- being yeah, it's told. so true. <laughs> I'm so sad that you have lived there. Well, you lived through in August in I did. Seattle. It's, it's amazing. How I do mean, you like it? I mean, the summer's amazing. Yeah, okay. So the two days in August yeah. were great mm-hmm. for you? Yeah. How do you like Seattle in general? Like, what do you think? I mean, it's, you know, gloomy a lot, but, you know, <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's gray a lot. You went from Florida... I know. ...to Seattle. Yeah, true. I do. How, how are you doing depression-wise? I'm fine when you have this one, you know. Stop. Keeps you I'm going to kill you. Oh, my <laughs> God. You're so no, cute. No, but um, I mean, good. I, I do good. drive a lot for, you know, my job. So it sucks when I'm, like, in the rain all the time. But. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. There is no better place in California. I Maddie, agree. you're right. Like you can go beach. 
Same yeah. day. I totally Sold. agree. I agree with you. <laughs> Same fucking day. Same day. I know. Yeah. Um, I love your relationship, and I mm. love that it's so true and so genuine, and that you found each other, and that you found your person, and it's clear yeah. to hey, anyone who meets you. To anyone who meets you. I was waiting for you to say It's that, clear. Uh, he was, really. He I was, was like, you didn't tell us to go fuck ourselves? I'm like, yeah, probably. It's more jealous. Yeah, yeah. Gross. It's true. <laughs> um, in the most I see the girl I'm looking for, it would say the same thing. So if she's out there. Yeah, exactly. She would. You'll find her. Yeah, but when you find your person, then I'm going to say... Heck Thanks. Yeah, man. You're on your team. Heck yeah, yeah man. And then I won't rub it in all the single people's faces. <laughs> Sorry. I don't rub it in anyone's face. I'm not, I'm not saying you. I just. <laughs> I do not. I just really love him. We know. That's where you guys live. So I just love him. <laughs> I wasn't trying to put you on the spot, Ashley. You're you're you. But like, I am I, me. You're you. I, like recently, I know someone that just got in a relationship, just got engaged, like real quick, and it was like, okay, easy enough. Yeah. We yeah. get it. Yeah. Like enough <laughs> pictures of you guys on your stories. Like okay, dude, if you go through my one. Instagram, you'll see you're, Kevin every twenty pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. It is. Yeah, because he doesn't like to be photographed. Because when you do a story of him, he's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, when I do a story, he's mad. And then it's 1,170 reasons why Kevin Weller hates me. <laughs> <laughs> I was Great episode, that. by the way. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Weller. All right, 69 game? Uh, yeah. That's We're going to do it twice, by okay, the way. That's what I figured. I yeah. was hoping. So, and All also, right. Robert Maine, I want you to be proud of me, producer. Oh. I have shortened my 69 game. I have deleted well, all questions. You that know what I am? What? Don't be suspicious. No. Don't be I'm suspicious. I'm a little suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I'm a little suspicious. No, I did. I deleted the questions that were a little, like, longer. The ones that took me a long time to ask and the ones that take a long time to answer. So today in the jacuzzi, mm-hmm. I deleted about 50 questions. Whoa. Right. Whoa. Wow, so that was a lot. I'm going to start at the top and I'm going to ask until I stop. <laughs> I know. And I want to know, who should, who should go first, Maddie? Chris or Krim? Chris or Krim? Ladies first. Ladies first. So are you keeping score or are you keeping time? I'm going to keep time. Okay, I'm going to keep score. Um... Kimberly, I'm going to ask you as many questions as I can. In 69 seconds, you can pass, but you will not get any points. You answer, you get a point. Answer as many as you can. Kimberly Butler, are you ready to 69? Hell yeah. Here we go. What's your most used emoji? Ooh, smiley face. Celebrity doc- doppelganger. Ooh, uh, Kate, uh, Kate Winslet. Favorite sandwich? Turkey. Favorite swear word? Fuck. Biggest turn on? Ooh, kissing my neck. Biggest turn off? Mm, pass. Weirdest place you ever had sex? Oh God! Outside, any anywhere, everywhere outside. Books or movies? Movies. Favorite Disney character? Mickey. What do you wear when you go to bed? Nothing. Are you wearing underwear? No. I just gave you one million dollars. What do you do? Uh, travel. When did you lose your virginity? When I was 15. Do you think we're alone in the universe? No. Sun or snow? Snow. Oh, snow, sun. Android or iPhone? iPhone. Last French kiss? Uh, today. Hogwarts house are you in? Oh, I don't know. Have you ever gone on a one-night stand? Yes. Have you ever cheated? No. Have you, would you rather ride a bike everywhere for a year or give up social media for a year? Give up social media. Have you ever faked an orgasm? No. Yes. Biggest celebrity crush? Lily Matthews. Have you ever sent nudes? Yes. Call or text? Text. Thing you're most proud of? Uh, my degree. Biggest or not insec- my degree, but my job. Yeah, biggest insecurity? Uh, my stomach. Uh, do you watch porn? Yes. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Yes. Do you, ba- keep going, keep going. do you masturbate? Yes. 
Do you, do you think yeah, we would be able to see her here? Yes, here. Favorite sound in the world. Me! <laughs> least favorite sound in the world. You said least, right? Yes. You like oral sex? Yes. What's your sign? All right, that's it. That's Cancer. It. 38. What? I might have to say like 37 because the last. Okay. Yeah. I, I got That last up. question, I was like, what did she say? I was trying to give you 10 seconds warning. Worst. No, you can't go pee. It's your fucking turn. Yeah, it is. Suck it up. Christ. You, got you had 69 seconds to go pee. You did. Wow. So you're you're demolished After this, we'll, we'll take a break Nathan. and we'll You demolished it Nathan. That was good. 37. Wow. Nicely done. Setting the bar. Mm. Wow. I'm actually kind of shocked. New record. I would say something. I'm like, that, that, that's not what I meant. So that's why. Wow. I okay. Like three times. <sighs> Chris. Yes. I'm going to ask you as many questions as I possibly can in 69 seconds. You can pass, but you will not get any points. You can answer, and you will get a point. Chris. Yes. Are you ready yes. to 69? Mm-hmm. Favorite season? Fall. Would you rather be attacked by 50 duck-sized horses 50 or one horse-sized... Okay, would you let... Do you play a musical instrument? No. Dogs or cats? Cats. Dogs. Have you ever, you have a TV in your room? No. Do you have a favorite snack? No. Do you smoke weed? Yes. Have you ever taken hallucinogens? Yes. Horror or comedy? Comedy. What should, what's one thing everybody should try once? Weed. What ice cream do you get from the ice cream man? Ice cream sandwich. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Soft or hard? Hard. Favorite text position? All. What's your sign? Uh, Gemini. Do you believe in it? Mm, not sure. What do you like? Do you like oral sex? Yes. What drink do you order at a bar? Mule. Uh, mule. What are you fav- thankful for? Kimberly. Wine or beer? Both. <laughs> Least favorite sound in the world? Oh, um, I don't know. Pass. Favorite sound in the world? Uh, sound? I don't know. Would Music. you rather be able to see or hear? See. Do you masturbate? Yes. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Do you watch porn? Yes. Do you have a name for your genitals? No. Do you have a favorite planet? No. Do you have a favorite plant? No. Yes, Montserrat. Very favorite animal? Uh, I don't know. Do you, have a, do you drive stick shift? Yes. Biggest insecurity? Ooh, um, I don't know. Thing That's you're it. most proud of? Is that it? One more. Thing you're most proud of? I'll give it to you. Uh, call or text? Uh, call. Call. 36. Right. That's it. You were trying. That last yeah, one is like an asterisk a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You guys. Wow. So, yeah, I was, mm, I kind of knew I was going to, you know, you know, wasn't going to beat her. They're fans. They know the game. So, we are this, fans, is the but hey. this is the thing. They even said they didn't well, practice I didn't before practice, they came. How can oh. you practice? You yeah, can't. Exactly. But here's you the can. thing. I but it's like you say something and you're like, wait, nope, that's not what I meant. If you don't know, pass, just go to the next one. Like, right. You know? Yeah, I think, Some said, of them I think you said favorite uh, or cat or dog, and you're like, cat, cat no, dog. I mean dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and I said, snow and I meant sun. Obviously, sun. I'm a sun well, girl. Like some it's of them, my thing. I knew you were. Gonna, I knew I've heard of the like the duck size, and I was like, I know that is. I'm I just know gonna it's cut gonna you end. off and go. I, like that that. Yeah. I loved that he did that. Duck yeah. size, go. Good. That's my favorite question, by yeah, the way. That one's funny. Would you rather be attacked by Deep 50 duck-sized horses? Or <laughs> so 37 and 36. Yeah. Holy smokes! But you guys did it. You guys did it. You guys beat. Nate, the great, who got so 33. We so. Both set a record, but obviously can't really wins. Well, no, but Kim, really, I Kim won set, because I got Kim set a record, yes. and and you, and you didn't. Oh, oh, oh! So I love oh. you, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> she beat the record before oh, you, so there's did. no way that you could yeah. beat a record because it was already one beaten. Record? Harsh. For Harsh. It's mm. science. Science. Is it? Isn't it? But is yeah. it? Apparently, she's a professor. I Apparently. guess. I don't know. It's a thing. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, I really am very grateful that both of you came today finally. to uh, to be on my podcast. Finally, um, I can't wait for your review, Kim, of this episode on Snapchat, <laughs> oh where you God. do all of your fucking. I'm so quote annoying. unquote. No, you're not. Well, Kim is of, the only person. Speaking of though, if you're on iTunes or Spotify, rate us, please. Please rate us, yes, please. Helps. Yes. Um, Kim comes on Spotify and uh, Ed talks to me about every episode, and no, so does Snapchat. Nate. Snapchat. 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 Sorry, Snapchat. And then Nate does too. Nate messages me about all the episodes and tells me like what his top five breakup movies are or yeah. what his favorite thing about Bunky's podcast was. So like I want to talk to you when I listen to them because I'm yeah. like, oh, no, 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 that's I my sister so say, say too. They're like, I you answer have an you. After show. Yeah. We should have an <laughs> yes. after show. Right. <laughs> my <laughs> sisters say the same thing. They're like, I really feel like I'm talking like to you and then you don't in answer in me. And like and like talk about it. Like that's legit. That would be amazing. Ooh, that would that's be. like a dream. Plus, it's like like how they have like Game of Thrones and after producer like in a six I'll give you a five figure di- uh, salary at least and then we can start doing after shows. I don't, I I don't like, have like five figures do you mean like five dollars and fifty five cents yeah we gotta start somewhere I guess I mean yeah. I got nothing <laughs> yeah I love it I got nothing yeah um I'm very, very grateful for this day and for this trip and that you guys came down here to visit me and that you decided to come on my podcast. Are you going to play the end? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Sorry. No, you're fine. Thanks for having us. We love you. So, I love you so much. And the fact that you guys listen to the fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Um, And Kimberly is a huge Dave Matthews fan. She's been to 90, 98 shows. He gets a lot of shit. No, no, no. 98 shows. He gets a lot of shit. Dude, that whole band is fucking talented as Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. he said overrated. I'm no, like, no, 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 no. No, under. He, he's always a punchline for, like, white people music. Right? No, it's not. Sorry. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It is. And uh, one of the things I love about you most is that you go to Dave Matthews concerts unabashedly, like, ready, and you stand at the front, and you oh, fucking yeah. get covered in sweat, and you <laughs> love him so much. You love their music. Very similar to how I feel about 311. Yeah. About Thursday, how you feel about Thursday? Um, I just appreciate the honesty with which you guys go about your relationship. I think that it is one of the most beautiful things. I wish more couples were as honest and as in love as you guys are, and as open with your communication as you are. And I, I encourage everyone to find their person and to not let go until they do, and to open their eyes to people who aren't their person, and to stop wasting time on people who aren't meant for you. You know what is right, and you know when you should let go and keep your eyes open for that person who makes you sparkle, and that person who makes you feel like you are meant to be here, and that everything about you is beautiful. Um, And that's how Chris makes Kimberly feel, and that's how Kimberly makes Kim feel, and I can see it in your presence. You guys love the fuck out of each other, and I appreciate it. So. Thanks for coming on my show, finally, and being part of my podcast. And thanks for coming to visit me for my birthday. Uh, (laughs) Of course. Uh, I love you both. Is it the end of my birthday now? It's the end of your birthday. We're done with you. A little crossover. Starting with me. All right, we can celebrate both of us tonight at sushi. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, How come people find you, Ashley? Um, I live in Huntington Beach, so if you want to come to... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) My address is... You guys can go on Instagram and find me at What's Your Position Podcast on Instagram. I'm trying to do TikTok. Maddie has been like... 
trying yes. so hard yeah, to help me be on TikTok and we do like quick videos. We're doing them. I know. We're doing them. You can also find me on Gmail, which is so old school, but I'm not on Facebook because fuck, fuck Facebook. Also, you can usually find me at Four Sons because I'm here so often. Thank you, Four Sons, our official sponsor, for letting us film and record here. We appreciate you very much. Uh, thank you to my friends. You're beautiful and wonderful. I love you all so much. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. So for the statistic of the day, thank you for being patient and waiting. I asked you earlier, what is the longest average adult friendship? And the answer, surprisingly, is 10 years. I think that Robert guessed 15 years and Kim guessed seven years and Chris guessed five. Robert, you guessed 15, right? I think so. Yeah. So 10 years is the average friendship. And Kim and I have been friends for over 30 years, which is why I wanted to do that statistic, because it's not your average friendship. And you keep forgetting to do the answer at the end of the I podcast. do. I know. It's, I'm a, so it's on sorry. me a little bit as your quote unquote producer. I mean, I'm going to write myself a note from now on. So but, I yeah, from now on, we're going to try our best because we're going to write a, oh, it's the other thing. We're going to write a song. Oh, yeah. And a song about the statistic of the day. Um, here's my statistic. 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 Preview. <laughs> oh, here comes Nathan Hornblow in the door right now. Hey, Nor- hey, hey Nathan. Nathan. You hey. want to record, you want to record uh, Ashley's new uh, song for her podcast? I was, oh, I was <laughs> Obviously, Nathan is a female German man. No, no, he's just effeminate. Da! <laughs> oh, that's Russian. No. Uh, okay. All right, that was fun. Well, there you go. Cool. Bye. Bye. What's Your Position podcast and its social media websites represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for the educational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.